It's game day. And time for Red Rebel Football on your home for Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. The Rebel Radio crew is about to set the stage for what hopes to be another Red Rebel victory on the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. Tell Mama and them to get set for the Twin City Certified Maryville Game of the Week. And look out, because here come those Rebels. And welcome to Rebel Radio Live from Science Hill High School, Kermit Tipton Stadium, and Steve Spurrier Field for the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week in the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and tonight the Rebels have hit the road and will play the Hilltoppers of Science Hill to start the second half of this 2022 regular season. The Hilltoppers coming in tonight 3-2 and two, with wins over Elizabethan, West Ridge, and William Blunt. Losses to Anderson County and Powell. The Rebels coming at 4-1 and one with wins over Heritage, Farragut, Powell, and Bearden. Their lone loss coming to Alcoa. Will this be a preview of postseason football? Well, Ben Metz, we're about to find out. But as we look to preview the Science Hill matchup, Mr. Metz, how about those Rebels? I'm going with Shotgun Willie tonight, the red-headed stranger. One, two, one, two, three, four. On the road again. Ain't that the truth. It's Friday night in Johnson City, Tennessee. The Red Rebels coming off a 28-7 home victory over the Bearden Bulldogs. Leave the Skeeter Trav up, travel up 81 to face the Hilltoppers. Stacy Carter's team with the 35-0 win over William Blunt. Hilltoppers, they like to run the ball, but guess what, Wayne? So does Noah Vaughn. 874 yards with eight touchdowns. Let's go, Red Rebels. It's going to be a good night, I hope, for uh, Mr. Vaughn, and as well as that entire offense. Again, against Bearden, some some costly penalties that maybe outlasted, uh, made Bearden uh, look a little bit better than they were at times, gave them opportunities to extend drives, but a defensive performance a week ago, uh, one for the ages. Uh, turned away Bearden deep in Maryville territory twice and uh, had a, a strip, fumble, turned touchdown by a defensive lineman. Always a good one there. Yeah, and how about Cannon Johnson, our Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game? He had 10 tackles, one interception, one forced fumble, three tackles for a loss. Great job by that cornerback. Yeah, he had him He had him a week, and he was the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game of the week. Uh, he'll be part of our, our Red Hot Minute that we'll have uh, here in just a second. But, uh, yeah, just a really good performance. Uh, we talked about it with Coach Hunt, and we'll, you'll get to that interview as well. But uh, it's a lot of uh, a lot of cleaning up to do, leaving the Skeeter. You're going to be on the road. So, again, just a, a hostile environment. This is a great facility here in Johnson City. Mountains in the background. Uh, the Hilltoppers logo, the track around it. Good-looking facility. But you got to come on the road and you got to execute. And that's going to be a key emphasis this week. Yeah, and how about the week that Tennessee plays Florida? We're playing on Steve Spurrier Field. Well, I hope I hope it's uh, more the 98 version uh, than some of those other years, but uh, we'll, we'll just have to see how tomorrow plays out. But as we kick off tonight's broadcast, the Red Hot Minute, last week's player of the game, Cannon Johnson, sat down with us, talked one quick minute, where we learned a little bit about more about Mr. Johnson. If you're if you're new to Rebel Radio, you're listening to us because we're not in Maryville. Uh, check us check this out. Uh, Cannon Johnson's going to answer shotgun style questions, just random, some school related, some sports related, but some very much not. Uh, take a minute, listen to this. Cannon Johnson, last week Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Here's the Red Hot Minute. 
And we're pleased to be joined by last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, Cannon Johnson. Cannon, again, thanks for the time. I know you're getting ready for Science Hill, but uh, one of the perks, we call it, of being the Axe House player of the game is you get to do this week's Red Hot Minute. Are you are you up to date on what that is? Uh, yes. Well, good. Your teammates have told you, but it's 60-second shotgun-style questions for those who are just joining us. Uh, it's going to be totally some sports-related, but some not. Uh, we're going to talk through those as we go through, uh, but uh, as many as we can answer, in 60 seconds. Are you ready? Yes, sir. The game begins in three, <laughs> two, one. All right, Cannon, what's your favorite junk food? Uh, pizza. What is your favorite non-sports-related class in school? Uh, biology. What is your favorite video game? Fortnite. <clears throat> On a scale of one to Carrie Underwood, that being a 10, what's your karaoke skills? Uh, three. Everybody goes low. We're going to go with five minimum. If you could have any car, regardless of price, what would it be? Probably a top of Mustang. Uh, if you could go to any sporting event, any country, regardless of price, what would it be? Tennessee-Alabama football game. What's your favorite hype song? Uh, love Sosa. On a scale of one to ten, what is your gaming skills? Three. Not very good. you got to have more confidence <laughs> than this, buddy. Uh, what is your favorite board game? Game of Life. Okay. And uh, what is your favorite ice cream flavor? raspberry nice nice and and cannon you almost made me run out of questions he is he's quick to respond but love that quick on the football field quick in the red hot minute but cannon you've outlasted this week's red hot minute again appreciate the time we learned some things about cannon we didn't know uh, food related and not uh, but also learned that uh, maybe karaoke is not his forte but uh, appreciate the time cannon go get them against science hill and uh, thanks for being part of the red hot minute sir thank you awesome and that's cannon johnson last week's smoky mountain axe house player of the game Let's uh, take a break, listen to some great sponsors, and we'll be back with more of the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. You can get a Kitchen Tune-Up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at KitchenTuneUp.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. And welcome back to the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show here live from Rebel Radio Science Hill High School. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And uh, a and, uh, really fun red-hot minute there, Ben. Uh, Cannon Johnson. Uh, a good kid, just a, just a, a kid that wants to work hard, loves to, to play against the best, as he said uh, in postgame last week. Uh, but a kid that uh, the moment came to him, uh, he showed up, he showed out, and that's why he was, uh, was our player of the game and then got the Axe House player of the game and the Red Hot Minute. So we're excited to uh, get things going here this week. Uh, again, a big transition uh, from really, you know, kind of leaving your home and maybe five minutes later being at Skeeter Shield Stadium. Uh, we're two and a half hours away from Maryville right now. Up here in Johnson City, we turned over two different interstates to get here, Ben. Uh, so it's a good little piece to get up here. And, uh, you know, I'll just, uh, I think Ken went three. I think you did 75, didn't you? See? Oh, well. 
Well, there you go. He used the Google. We used the Waze. Why am I not surprised he's better with numbers? But anyway, a lot of lot of movement to get up here. That's a lot for a football team, a lot of equipment to bring up here. But, Ben, uh, it, it, it's a great night for football. Uh, today or yesterday was the official start of fall. Uh, last day of summer has coming on. Uh, so I'm excited to see what tonight looks like from a temperature standpoint, but we'll see if the, the Rebels have brought the heat up 26. And it feels like a night for football with this chill in the air, doesn't it? I, I think so. I think so. A lot of people following in here, in here at Science Hill High School. Of course, we're on the home side. Uh, no visiting press box here at Science Hill High School, but a good uh, good home stand, uh, kind of a low stand. They've got uh, seating in the end zone. They've got the big inflatable uh, Science Hill helmet, and then they've actually got a concrete brick. Uh, visitor stand over there so really nice facilities i'll tell you how nice it is when etsu built their new stadium this is where they played until it was built so uh, that's a that's a key piece there uh, but as we turn the page to this week again a great win uh, last uh, last week against the bulldogs homecoming taken care of uh, there at maryville high school uh, but this week is another opponent uh, they don't they don't care that we beat bearden uh, they're not ex- they're not going to give us any more credit uh, than, than they would any other week. But, uh, but Ben, this week uh, we, we hope to see fireworks here tonight, but fireworks in week number six of this season has already taken place. Uh, last night's rivalry game on Thursday night, uh, Mark Packer's crew, they had Alcoa versus Knox West. Knox West knocks off the unbeaten Alcoa Tornadoes. Uh, 29 to 26 on Blankenship Field, a uh, a stunner in in East Tennessee. First time a Knoxville school has come to Blunt County and got a win since 2011, uh, and it's just a it's a shock to the system. But ultimately, uh, just uh, coach coaches had West ready to play, and Alcoa uh, just on their home turf, uh, just just uh, needed a couple extra minutes and didn't have them. Yeah, two good East Tennessee football teams, and one of those we face in the upcoming weeks, don't we, Wayne? Well, I think uh, I told my father-in-law, I said it, it is a former opponent of the Red Rebels and a future opponent, so it was really good prep uh, game to watch for us last night. I was able to see Lunsford uh, not be perfect in a football game. Uh, again, I thought he had a good game, but uh, he had he had some moments he'd probably like to have back. But ultimately, uh, Alcoa still did some great things on uh, on defense and special teams. You talk about, uh, you, you know, uh, what's his name? What's the running back kid's name for whatever reason? Jordan Harris. Jordan Harris. Uh, Air Jordan's what a lot of people call him now. But uh, Jordan Harris, uh, he was himself. I mean, he had some big runs. He he was able to play really good defense. But at the end of the day, 29-26 knocks West over the Alcoa Tornado. So, shocker there last night. But uh, hopefully we've come a long way up here to Johnson City to take a W back home to Maryville. Uh, but as we turn the page to Science Hill, I said all that to say this. Let's talk to Coach Derek Hunt. He previewed this matchup, talked a little bit about last week. But here's the interview with Coach Derek Hunt. And we're pleased to be joined by the head football coach of your Red Rebels, Coach Derek Hunt. Coach, uh, as always, thanks for the time. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Coach, uh, last week a really good weekend for uh, the Red Rebels. Got the big victory over Bearden. And uh, and really uh, what I I feel like is a defensive clinic. A lot of good things happened on the defensive side of the football. Yeah, defense was playing really well. Uh, you know, minus that first drive where we kind of just penalized ourselves down the field. Um, 
but man, they, they really, um, hung in there with that athletic quarterback and, you know, Bearden does a great job schematically trying to get guys open, but I thought our secondary was really good and our linebackers, uh, you know, they got into their drops and coverages and zone stuff and took away what Bearden wanted to do for the most part. 28 to seven was what the scoreboard looked like at the end of the game, but really Bearden had some opportunities deep in Maryville territory a couple times. The defense turned back and probably one of the bigger plays of the night uh, was uh, that, that I believe it was a strip fumble. Uh, turned touchdown by Mr. Uh, last week's uh, player of the game, Caleb Graham. Yeah, that was a huge play. I mean, obviously, just from a momentum standpoint, that was a huge play and, you know, kind of got us going again. And, you know, that was uh, Caleb just being in the right place at the right time. And uh, and Caleb is a guy, he, he he goes to work every day. You see him flying around the football all the time. And, yeah, I think you, you get around those moments enough, you, you get some good things to go your way. But you talked about the penalties uh, that kind of helped Bearden get down the field there on that, that opening drive. Uh, is that, uh, over the last couple of weeks, been a point of emphasis to, to kind of uh, tidy up that, that side of the, the game plan? Yeah, I mean, it's something you work on from the very beginning, but you just can't do stuff like that. Um, you know, you can't have bad penalties. And, you know, one of them was a, a per- pass interference, which it definitely was. One of them was a face mask, which those you can't argue those. And one of them was a personal foul that I thought was. So, you know, it was three. That's, you know, all of a sudden now we've just given them 30 yards of, of uh, you know, uh, down the field and timely that that was the key is they were all on third downs and so that's what makes it tough is you've got them stopped and you know but our defense bounced back and that's what i was proud of is minus that one drive you know they were really solid and that's all you can ask for yeah really really great night for that defense but offensively some explosive plays as well uh you had the the two big runs by noah one being i called it 99 and a half yards i think it went down on the scorebook as 99 but uh noah vaughn was was given a hole the size of a Mack truck and he just uh he put it in full gear and and got down the field great run by Noah yeah deja vu week in week out hey Noah Vaughn played good surprise um you know but he did I mean he really did and and um you know we blocked it up well for him at times and give him a chance when you give him a chance to get to the second level you know he can score and you know and you know you take some criticism sometimes on handing it off on third down maybe third long and it's like well you've seen what he can do now. So, you know, he, he's one that can take, that can really score from anywhere in the field. And, uh, and, uh, you know, we trust him. So obviously we're going to make sure he touches it enough. And we've got some guys around him too, that we really like that, but I thought also played well Friday night. Yeah. I think, I think just a, a nice performance all the way around of the 45 total plays from uh, last Friday night, 33 of those went on the ground, uh, with a one, two punch of Noah Vaughn and Gage Ledoux. Uh, that's gotta be a, 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 a good feeling there, but is the, is the throw game uh, kind of as we move into the second half of the season? Is that uh, is that going to be situational? Well, I, well obviously we're going to throw the football, and you know we we have a lot of faith in Matthew, and he's going to do a great job, and we're going to protect him better, getting better in the in the protection game of it. But that was just part of our game plan last week. We we felt like our advantage was to get in some tight end heavier personnel and run the football at them you know there's been games this year where we've thrown it i think the first three games we threw it over 20 times and so you know it really it's it's a week-to-week thing it's it's it's, we're doing what we think we have to do to win and and give our kids a chance to be successful and that's what i love about this team is they're willing to sacrifice for the betterment of the team so you know nobody's going to be disappointed if we hadn't got to throw it you know 25 times like we did the first three weeks they just want to win and guys are going to be ready when it's their turn 
And that's that's the the good thing about high school athletics. It, it really can be a week to week different uh, different dynamic. This week uh, will be uh, by far I think our our longest trip uh, away from Skeeter Shield Stadium. Head to Science Hill Hilltoppers three and two on the season. Uh, what have you What have you uh, I guess as we prepare for Friday night, what have you seen from the Hilltoppers? Yeah, so really big offensive line. They got some great size this year. I know when I talked to Coach Carter uh, at Science Hill this summer, he he was really excited about you know just the size and physicality of the group he was bringing back you know, they still have a lot of young guys out there but man they've got some great size uh, science hill always has good athleticism um you know you feel like they've got one or two guys at corner and receiver who can really go and they got that this year as well and then their quarterback's a great athlete he probably leads them in rushing and they love to run him he'll probably run it 15 to 20 times a game um so you know he's he's a weapon because it also gives him another blocker and an advantage in the run game so it's something that you know everybody's had to prepare for this year because it's a different offense than you're used to seeing well and you know it's a team that that the rebels have uh, since about 2010 have seen more more than the history of either school put together just started playing in 2010 uh, but they graduated yeah. 26 seniors a year ago uh, so it's basically a completely look, different looking team than you saw a year ago yeah and, and in, as a, that's the thing is i feel like science hill they, they are able to like clone kids because you turn them on every year and there's different kids wearing the same numbers from last year but they look identical you know and so while they might have lost a lot you know i'm not sure how many of that those 26 actually started uh, but I do know that they've they've been able to kind of reload and w- with the talent. And like I said, I think Coach Carter does a great job. And so, you know, playing up there will provide a challenge. It's going to be exciting to get on the bus and, and go up to Science Hill. It's always a great environment up there. But, you know, we've talked about all week. We really have to be ready to play when we step off the bus. If we wait till second, third quarter to kind of flip the switch, it's going to be too late. Yeah, and and so the Rebels will take a perfect record against the Hilltoppers up there, eight and zero so far in the rivalry, uh, according to Mister Ken Main. Uh, but I know, Coach, you're you're not taking that for granted, one and zero. But as we look uh, to continue to prepare and talk about this matchup with Science Hill, let's step back uh, to last week just one more time and talk about last last week's smoke. Mountain Axe House player of the game, Cannon Johnson. Uh, he had himself a day uh, just in tackles and different things like that, but had a, a pretty big play to pick off uh, uh, Bearden uh, when it mattered the most. Yeah, had a big interception in the end zone. That was huge. Obviously, you know, he was all over the field last Friday night. Played a ton of receiver, more than he had any other game, you know, so far this year. We feel like he's a weapon on offense and somebody that, that needs to start touching the ball more. Um, but had a great game. He's always physical on the edge there at corner. We really, we really like him in the run game at corner if they're going to his side. You know, at the same time, he was he was returning punts, you know. So he, he definitely um, is an asset in three facets of the game. And so, you know, he's a great player and well-deserving of the player of the game. He uh, he just uh, partook in our uh, smoke or in our red hot minute that we do each and every week, and uh, uh, he's not a big fan of his own karaoke skills, but uh, but he enjoys. Uh, I think he said chocolate ice cream. So uh, he's yeah, a, he's a. Good I wouldn't kid. take him in any karaoke contest. <laughs> he is a good kid uh, on and off the field, but coach, uh, as always, I know you're you're continuing to use every moment to prepare for Friday night, and we don't want to take another one of those away. But thanks as always uh, for sitting down talking with us each week. 
Yes, sir. Thank you. Awesome. And that has been the Coach Derek Hunt interview right here in the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. Let's take us a break. Listen to some fine sponsors. When we come back, we'll talk more leading up to the big matchup between your Red Rebels and the Science Hill Hilltoppers. We'll be right back. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. You can get a Kitchen Tune-Up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing. Remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at KitchenTuneUp.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week. But Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. Welcome back to Science Hill High School, Kermit Tipton Stadium in Steve Spurrier Field. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and you're listening to Rebel Radio in the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. Ben, a really good rendition of the national anthem by the Marching Hilltoppers here at Science Hill High School. Uh, they've they've uh, had a lot of pregame festivities. They've had the choir uh, that, that sang America the Beautiful. Now the band has done a really good job at uh, the national anthem. Now they're setting up uh, for the football team inflated uh, SH helmet, a big Science Hill helmet, yellow face mask, the maroon color, yellow SH on the side. Uh, but uh, just to give some some color to the venue here, uh, good homestand. You've got a clay-colored track here at, at Steve Spurrier Field. I was kind of giving Tipton what what we wanted to go with. Uh, of course, a good-looking Science Hill logo. If you Google it, that's kind of it's the uh, um, the Hilltopper kind of has like a top hat. Uh, kind of looks like Wake Forest's logo a little bit. Uh, says Science Hill Hilltoppers at the 50. It's got SHs at the 25s. I think that's a good touch. And then it says Toppers in E end zone. So uh, really nice venue here. Uh, from what Ken Main told me is originally the opposing sideline, those stands over there was the home stand. That's why it's such a nice uh, concrete bricked siding. And then they've added this, which makes sense because all the home stand is an aluminum seating. Uh, it's kind of built into the hill here. A nice long press box here at the top of it, and uh, and, and just really uh, kind of a nice venue. This is where the shades at when kickoff starts. So that's what they've done. Yeah, fortunate for the uh, Rebel faithful, the way the sun is setting right now, half the football field is is covered in shade. So uh, our Red Rebel fans across the way uh, have some nice sun on them on a brisk evening. Yeah, and it'll it'll get cooler before it gets warmer here tonight. But uh, as we uh, talk about heating things up, let's kick it over to our sideline expert, Mr. Chris Hibbs, for the Hippies' Keys to Victory. Good evening, fellas. Uh, yeah, like you said, the weather is a beautiful night for some football. Uh, first key to uh, the game to me tonight, got to start early. Got to get the offense rolling. I got to set the tone, especially with this home crowd over that's going to be on the opposing side. They're going to try to make a lot of noise, so we got to get 
a couple of touchdowns early on. Defensively, got to stay uh, committed to the run. They do have some big play athletes on both sides of the ball, but got to keep containment and keep the running back short and not let them break outside. And lastly, have fun. It's just another game for this Maribel team. I uh, saw Menneker just a minute ago told me it's going to be all day. So I'm looking for some big sacks from this uh, front four of the defense as well. I like the keys to victory, Chris, and as always, appreciate it. We'll come to you early and often, hopefully, to talk about the heartbeat of that Rebel sideline. Thanks again. But, uh, Ben, it's it's another one of these nights that uh, you just want the Rebels to play a clean football game. You want them to do the things that we've, we've so, come so accustomed to seeing uh, out of this squad in just the last few games. I don't think representative of where they're going, but I think it's their history, right? you gotta you got to write the script. Yeah, we got one of the best stat guys in football, and I was looking at some of those penalty numbers last night. The first three games, we were 15 for 148 yards on penalties. The last two games, 14 for 129. So going back to that Farragut game, three penalties for 31 yards. Guess when the first penalty occurred in that Farragut game? It's Third quarter. A little longer in the game, yeah. So uh, as, as the captains are going to make their way, I'm going to talk through the Rebel Radio starting lineup here for the Red Rebels. If you start on defense... Uh, it's going to have the, uh, the the defensive front will be Caleb Graham, number 21, Frankie Diaz, number 25, Jason Manneker, 83. Your linebackers will be Peyton Cooper, Jacob Richmond, Isaiah French, and Brandit Husky. And in the backfield for the defense, Cannon Johnson and Hutton Jones at the corners, and Zeke McCoy and Drew Wallace will be the safeties. On the offensive side, the tackles will be Alex Boyd and Blake Heckman. Uh, guards will be Jay Adams in Houston Ratledge, the center, Cal Grubbs. Wide receiving core will be Zeke McCoy, Dunford, Caleb Dunford, and DJ Gillins. Running backs will be Noah Vaughn with the fullback tight end slot being held by Gage Ledoux. Your quarterback is Matthew Clemmer. Uh, the, the specialists will be Corbin Price and Peyton Cooper, uh, punter and kicker, respectively. And then uh, and then your, your Rebels are coached by Derek Hunt. Uh, the the captains have made it out to the field. For Maryville will be number 73, Noah Johnson. Number 50, Jay Adams. Number 18, Drew Wallace. And 83, Jason Manneker. Science Hill will send out number 46, Riley Jefferson. Number 5, Tyler Moon. Number 53, Kellen Hensley. And number 48, a name to watch, Ben O'Daniel. So that will be the captains for tonight's game, Ben. Yep, uh, Ben O'Daniel, 16 tackles, four tackles for a loss, five pressures on the quarterback, one sack and one fumble recovery, Wayne. Yeah, he's a, he's a defensive presence, no doubt. But uh, before we get kicked off, I want to thank our sponsors. You're going to hear them much in and out of the breaks. You're going to hear them when Rebels do great things on the football field. But we've got a great host of sponsors. want to thank them uh, each and every week for what they do. This is the Twin City Certified in Maribel Game of the Week and the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show but uh if you're if you're out of town hopefully you're catching us right here on uh, on the duke uh 95.7 duke fm if you're in maryville but if you've traveled to science hill or if you know somebody that's traveled this way send them a message they can download the duke's app uh it's duke knoxville you can search it in the app store that way or you can get the straight link off of our facebook page duke.fm the duke.fm uh, right there on the internet yeah and you can download it use your amazon alexa yeah, we've got uh, some listeners that's told us that works. It's, uh, I think they call it a skill uh, on Alexa, so that's kind of a cool thing. The Rebels are coming out of their locker room. They're going to be in the road whites 
red numerals trimmed in black, red and black stripes on the sides of white football pants, and they'll have the traditional Rebel helmet with red Rebel script on either side. Science Hill is also heading out of the, looks like, uh, Blue Lizard Fieldhouse. Uh, that's their sponsor for this. And they're going to be in white football pants. It's going to be their maroon jerseys with red stripes on either shoulder and uh, yellow numerals. Again, maroon helmet with re- yellow face mask and yellow SH on either side. So very traditional uniform there, Ben. Uh, looks like two traditional powers. Uh, lock and horns, a, a tradition that just started back in 2010. Uh, these teams have seen each other eight different times. All eight meetings to this point have went the way of the Rebels. Yeah, and two very good coaches, Derek Hunt and Stacy Carter, going head-to-head. Stacy Carter, the head coach for the Science Hill Hilltoppers, entering his 13th season. Ben, they have fog. I don't know what they're doing with it. Either that or the helmet's on fire. Our entrance to the stadium was similar. It's very similar, but they, they will have a smoke machine. Looks like their captains are going to come out. They're going to have some flags uh, that they'll run out with, but the band will, will create a shoot uh, going right to left here on Steve Spurrier Field, and uh, looks like the seniors are walking out, and then the team will follow behind them. That's, that's a pretty cool entrance, but want to thank all our listeners for following us up here to Science Hill, and uh, as we kick off this uh, sixth game of the season, week six here in 2022, uh, let's take uh, a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have a kickoff here of the Twin City Certified Game of the Week. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a First down to a touchdown. And welcome back to Science Hill High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Matz. And Ben, it's all talking is over. It's time to play some football. And what is your keys to getting a big Rebel victory here tonight? You mentioned it briefly, Wayne. you got to play clean football to execute and win football games. 16 penalties on the year for the offense, 13 for the defense. Against Alcoa, 7 for 60 yards. Bearden, 7 for 69. So that's number one. Play some clean football. Bull rush, fumble, Hosky. 32 runs for 323 yards for the Govs against the Govs with eight fumbles on the season for Science Hill. So you got to bull rush that backfield. And then old reliable Noah Vaughn and shorten the field for Clemmer. Well, I, I think, and, and they're wanting to do just that to kick this one off. Maryville wins the toss. They will elect to receive. So they want the football. They want to come up here and set the tempo. Uh, on the road, I like that play. Again, let Clemmer uh, quickly get to action. No time to think. Just get out there and execute. Now, that run last week, that was 99 and a half yards for Noah Vaughn, correct? Well, as historically, it will be 99, but it will always be 99 and a half to me. But uh, deep for the Red Rebels here this week uh, will be number seven, Gage Ledoux, number zero, Noah Vaughn, and number eight, 
Tannen Johnson. So uh, any one of those are electric. I think the best thing the kicker for Science Hill wants to do is probably hit the end zone. Yeah, try to kick it as far back to that track as you can. So they're going to set up. They're going to set up standing at their own about seven, say, eight-yard line. And the kicker for Science Hill just wants to get this one away. He has the tee set up at his own 40. Science Hill will kick it left or right here at Kermit Tipton Stadium. And uh, I'm trying to get the number on the kicker. 83 will be the kicker. Uh, that is Max Teron. Max Teron's going to cough and kick that one. It's going to actually go back to about the 17-yard line. Gage is going to get it, get up field, and he is going to stop and be dropped at about the 28-yard line. That's where the Rebels will set up first and 10. 28-yard line, nice return there by Gage Ledoux. Tackle made by number 29, Zane Huff for the Hilltoppers. Uh, this is one of the better games for, for jersey number combination, so hopefully uh, we can put it together tonight, Ben. The shade has covered the entire field at this point in the game. Yeah, the fans are still in it, though. Fans are still in the sun. Quickly break the huddle. They're going to kick three receivers to the left, none to the right. They'll have Noah Vaughn in his left hip pocket. Clemmer will stand in shock, and he takes the snap, gives it to Noah Vaughn. He's going to cut. He's going to get one guy to miss. Second guy holds on, but not before Noah Vaughn picks up eight big yards on first down, Ben. Yeah, well-designed play. You got trips to the left. That opens up the middle of the field when you pull all those defenders to the left side of the field there. Quick huddle back to tempo. They're, about, they're already at the line of scrimmage. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Noah will stay on the left. They're going to kick him out in the flat. Look for the screen pass. He gets it. He's going to get at the hash. He's going to get wide. He's going to get across the 40, 45, and pushed out of bounds at the 48-yard line of Maryville, but not before he gets a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Same formation. You've got you got Cannon over there. you got DJ over there blocking. Well done, guys. Well, we talked about it. Noah, Gage, Cannon, any of those guys you get in full gallop when they get the football, it's going to be an electric play. Clemmer's going to go under center. It's going to be first time here. Straight away will be Noah Vaughn. And looks like we're going to have some pre-snap penalty. They're going to call encroachment against Science Hill. So that's going to be some free ones for us. Thanks. So they're going to quickly mark this one off. Uh, when uh, we snap it again, Ben, it will be first and five. I like those. A lot more play options there. We're going we're gonna to exercise in Science Hill's side of the 50 now. It will be down to the Hilltopper 47. Quickly break the huddle. Clemmer is going to go back under center. If they try the hard count again, we might get a free first down. They're going to move. It's going to be Gillen's in motion. They, they do a little fake sweep. Gillen tries to get around right tackle, but Hilltopper snuffed that one out, and he's going to lose a couple. Yeah, nobody fooled, and there's Ben O'Donnell, or O'Daniel in on the tackle. Yeah, O'Donnell's somebody's middle name. That's right. But uh, as, as it's going to be now second and seven, again, so with the penalty, nothing hurt here. They're going to have two receivers to the left, one to the right. Zeke McCoy will be up top. We'll see if he can make his guy miss. Noah Vaughn will stay to the left of Clemmer uh, there straight away. We're going to have Gage Ledoux stacked up just behind the left tackle. Clemmer, he's going to slap, takes the, the shotgun snap. He's going to try to roll the pocket. It's going to collapse. He's going to tuck it and run, and he's going to bowl over a Science Hill hilltopper and get the first down. First down, Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of, Re nice. of Realty Executives. First down. Nice run, Matthew. There was nobody open on either route, so you take it, you tuck it, and you run, you get that first down. Yeah, don't do what I did. 
But uh, anyway, first and ten Rebels. Clemmer quickly gets them back to the line of scrimmage. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. LeVon, will, uh, he'll stand on the Hilltopper logo. We'll uh, take the shotgun snap. Good snap. He's going to three-step drop. Looks to go to the right. He's going to get it high to Gage Ledoux. He gets it, gets upfield, and he is going to be pushed out of bounds, but not after pickup it. Nine yards, he'll get down to the Hilltopper 31. Quick out route, number seven, Gage Ledoux, and then he gets the additional yardage for a nice gain. Second and one upcoming. Ben, they're staying ahead of the sticks. you got to love that if you're a Rebel fan. Clemmer will stay in there. Shotgun formation. He's going to take the snap, fakes it to Noah, gets it to Gage Ledoux left side, and he's going to try to clear it the way. Can't do it, but I think Ben... They're going to say forward progress gets him the 29. That's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, number nine, Matthew Marsh on the tackle. 39 tackles on defense this year. Two tackles for a loss and one fumble recovery for the Hilltoppers. Two-yard pickup there for Gage Ledoux. Basically a little play where he gets to the hash and then gets what he can get. Got upfield, took three Hilltoppers to get him down, so he got the first down. They're going to go under center again. Noah straight away. Little pitch play, he's going to go right off guard, and he's going to just lower his head, put his shoulder, and punch it in, and he's going to pick up about four yards on the play. Second down six upcoming. Just bolts in between the hash marks there. Good job, Noah. Yeah, I'll be honest. As a defender, seeing that guy come at that rate of speed, you you start making life decisions. Yeah, I talked about it a little bit in the pregame. Old reliable Noah, just continue with that, shorten the field for Clemmer, try to make some big yardage out of small small yardage plays well and i think uh we're trying a little razzle dazzle trying to get somebody to bite to, to open up the big play clemmer will stay in shotgun noah to his right he's going to fake the handoff to noah rolls the pocket to the right and then punches it to gage ledoux he's going to sh- shutter step and then he's going to get the first down and more as he'll get inside the huddleston law firm red zone and pushed out of bounds i'm going to say at the 17 yard line it's going to be the hilltopper 17 the next time snapped yeah, Gage lines up in that flanker position, does a little out route. Matthew Clemmer just rolls out, dumps it to him. Nice game. Under eight to play here in the first quarter of play. Sorry for the delay on the time. Uh, their, their scoreboard is honestly behind the wall here, so we got to poke our head out the window to get it. Clemmer will go under center. This is a wrinkle here. Cannon Johnson will go in motion. They're going to eat on the motion, get it, give it to Noah Vaughn, and he's going to push the pile and get down near and in to the 10-yard line. Uh, of hit Science Hill, and that's going to be another big play. Seven yards on first down, second and three. Yeah, Cannon Johnson was put into motion. They run right up the middle of the field. Uh, looked like Devin Medina was in the backfield, so able to escape the tackle in the backfield. They're going to check out Cannon Johnson, check in Jax Kirby. Uh, so that's going to be a, a pretty big size difference. So we'll see uh, if they're going to run power here to see if Noah can punch it in. It's going to be second and three. Again, as clock continues to move, next time snap will be under seven to play here in the first quarter. It's going to be Clemmer's going to take the snap, hands it to Noah Vaughn, and he's going to punch it ahead, but a hilltopper in place, and he's going to just pick up a yard. It'll be third and two. That's number 42, Devin Medina again on the tackle in the backfield. Yeah, got to give them some credit. That's not a guy that's easily taken down, and they just go low on him. Third and two upcoming. Rebels will break a quick huddle. He's going to have Noah Vaughn just to his right now. And he's going to have a stack set to the left of the formation and have Zeke McCoy all by himself out to the right. Little check play. Going to go under center. 
Clemmer under center. He's going to take the snap. A little pitch play. No, he fakes it. Rolls the pocket to the right. Looking for Zeke. He's going to continue to roll. Now he's going to tuck it. See if he can get it himself. It's all about the spot, Ben. I think he got it, but I'm a little partial. He definitely earned that one. The guy closest to the play is right on the mark. I think they'll need to measure this one. They're going to say he got, got to the seven. That's what he needed. Yeah, number 42, Devin Medina in on that play as well. we got to get somebody on him. They're not going to measure it, but they are going to say he is short, so it's going to be fourth and one, and they quickly get to the line of scrimmage. Looks like it's going to be Wildcat. Noah Vaughn gets a shotgun snap. He goes straight ahead forward, pushes the pile. Helmet comes off, but he is going to get the first down. Laundry on the field. That was Noah's helmet that came off. A lot of hair out uh, out from under that thing. Yeah, number 31, Ryland Jordan. I'm wondering if he's going to get called for a penalty here. Let's see. Yeah, as, as the PA guy said, tackled by basically everybody that played for Science Hill on that play. But uh, Noah in, in play got the first down. But there is a flag on the on the field. Looks like the head head judge is trying to trying to sort the laundry out, Ben. Uh, he's going to his guy, so I, I don't know if it's not uh, offsides against Science Hill. We're, we're about to see. It's already flipped a first down on the sticks. They pick it up. Yeah, they picked up the flag. All right. Well, if you don't need it, don't use it. But it's going to be a first and goal, Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. They're looking for that El Himidor touchdown. We're going to get the play in. Clemmer will check back in. Again, got the first down by way of a Noah Vaughn Wildcat formation. I think they call it the Hippo Rhino, some large animal. 4.53 to go here in the first quarter. And Clemmer is going to fake the handoff, rolls the pocket to the right, delivers it in the flat to Elkins. Does he get in? And he does. Touchdown, Rebels. Huge play there. Nice play by Clemmer. The token handoff to Noah Vaughn. Everybody bites, and it leaves Elkins out there to hit the pylon. Yeah, what set that up was the two receivers to the left side of the field drawing everybody to that side. There's that out route open for a touchdown. And the Denzo scoreboard has changed. It now reads the Rebel 6, the Hilltoppers 0. Corbin Price will attempt the PAT. Dunsford will hold. He'll he'll set up at the 10-yard line. The snap is down, the hold is down, the kick is up. And then the kick is good. Corbin Price makes it 7 to nothing on the Denzo scoreboard. And that last drive, 13 plays, 71 yards, and annihilated 7 minutes and 18 seconds off the clock. Nice drive there. Let's take a look at the kick, and uh, we'll be back. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Denzo Manufacturing in Maryville hopes you're cheering on your team. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at $18 an hour depending on shift. And a high school diploma is no longer required. That's right. A high school diploma is no longer required. So join the team today. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash Get in the game, join the Denso team, and start crafting your future today. From the HEP Roofing Studios, we want to be your roofer. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. 
Welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM as Preston Trenum will kick that one away. And deep for the Hilltoppers will be number five. It's going to be Tyler Moon. Tyler Moon. And I'm trying to see who else was back there because they ran into each other. Uh, number 33, uh, 13, Ken says. They don't have a 13. We're going to go with 33, Caden Barner. Uh, and uh, they run into each other. So uh, a first miscue of the game, Ben. And uh, that's going to set the Hilltoppers up first and ten at their own seven-yard line. In it, quarterback. I'm trying to get. It's going to be Jason Swartz, the the most interesting way I've ever seen Jason. He's going to deliver in the flat to 22. He's going to get the football and get upfield and get pushed out. Sorry, 23. Javin Chester, Javin Chester, as the PA guy corrects me. Uh, it will be uh, be a pickup of six on first down, and it'll bring up second and four. All thrown out in the flat. Jacob Richmond's there. 51 tackles, second on the team. Only two for a loss, but nice tackle, Jacob. Yeah, nice little play there just to kind of get away from the pressure, but you can tell Maryville's looking to bring the heat. Going to quickly get back to the line of scrimmage. Three receivers to the left. Looks like number five's going to take it, and he's going to try to get the sweep play. He gets it past the first defender, past the second, and he's a, he's a water bug as he squirts out and gets the first down. He needed four. He ended up getting six. Yeah, this is a team that likes to run the football. I talked about it. 32 attempts against the Govs for 323 yards rushing last week. They're going to set him up at the 19-yard line. Uh, that's going to be first and 10 Science Hill from the 19. Going to be extra after the end of the play. Going to be some flag, a face mask against the Red Rebels. Didn't cost them the first down, but it's going to give them some breathing room as they quickly get out of their own end zone. That's the first penalty of the game for the Maribel Red Rebels. First penalty against Maryville. Again, uh, a very clean opening drive, a long 7-minute, 18-second drive. Now they're on defense for their first time. 4-14 to go here in the first. As Science Hill's going to have split split backs. Uh, their quarterback, 11, will take the snap. He's going to just hand it off. He's going to try to go off guard, and uh, he's going to get the two toughest yards he's probably had all week. Yeah, everyone at the dinner table on that tackle for Maryville, Wayne. I'm trying to get the number. I believe it was number five on the carry. Tyler Moon, he's going to get a lot of carries here tonight. But Tyler Moon, not the biggest guy, uh, but he uh, he punched it right up in there. Two-yard pickup. It's going to be second and eight as uh, Science Hill works left to right here on Steve Spurrier Field. He's going to get the snap. He's going to fake the handoff. Now he's going to have to do something with it. Frankie Diaz nearly gets him in the backfield, but he's going to get a head forward, get some positive yardage. Will be tackled at the Hilltopper 39-yard line. Tackle made by Dose Touchdowns, Caleb Graham. Oh, I was like, whose name's Dose? But uh, number 11, Schwartz, he's, a, he's an elusive little little quarterback. As uh, Really, Frankie Diaz had him dead to rights in the backfield. Schwartz will, uh, he's got a little bit of that pistol set going right now. He's going to have number one to his right. And he's going to be in shotgun formation. He takes the snap, fakes the handoff. Now he's going to have to try to do something with it. He can't. And the Manneker Mania drops him in the backfield. Just getting him something. He comes off the end and goes back and just tears him to the turf. What I love about Jason Manneker is he doesn't worry about whether the quarterback, running back, receiver changes direction. He knows what Jason's going to do, and it's full steam ahead. Tackled for a loss, huge loss, and it's going to bring up it's going to bring up fourth and 12, and pump formation will be uh, be set up. 
It's going to be 25 will be the punter, Easton Miller. And it is going to be blocked, blocked in the backfield. And that is going to be a huge break for the Red Rebels. And they'll be deep in Science Hill territory. Trying to get who the block. There were so many Rebels in the backfield, it's hard to name just one. I think Caius Watts may have been the closest, number 85. Clemmer will bring uh, bring the, the offense onto the field. And they'll set up shop. Ball will start at the Science Hill 25-yard line. So we'll see if we uh, we push tempo trying to really adjust this score. Noah with five carries on the first drive. It's going to be three receivers to the left, one to the right. Clemmer stays in shotgun with Noah to his left. He's going to take the shotgun snap fakes to, to Noah. He's going to deliver in the flat to Gage. It is going to be at his ankles incomplete. Just uh, short-armed it as the Science Hill defenders were getting upfield. Yeah, you had Dunford running a uh, fade route, and then you had DJ running a little bit of an out route. It opened up the flat there for Gage, but didn't make the catch to, to get the yardage. Looks like they're going to go basically in the same formation. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. That's going to be Dunford, Gillins, and Ledoux to the left. Zeke McCoy up high. Clemmer will be in shotgun. He gets the snap. Good snap. He's going to deliver it in the flat to Gage. Looks like they went bingo. Same play. Gage is going to try to step sideways, and he's going to push a guy off, and he is going to get inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone, and that will uh, that will uh, move those chains just a little bit. It will set up third down, uh, third and five upcoming. As they will uh, pick up five there. Yeah, last weekend, Gage Ledoux had seven runs for 27 yards, and then he had the four completions for 40 yards, so they're trying to use more of him in this ball game, as you can tell, Wayne. Yeah, and I think he made a little bit more out of that than probably was there. Uh, had some nice shifts there to get a, a little bit extra yardage there, third and five. Looks like they're looking to the sideline, seeing if they want to adjust. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. They're going to stack Gage up just behind uh, their right guard. It's going to be a snap, shotgun snap. He fakes to Noah, rolls the pocket to the right, wants to call his own number. Now he stops the throw, and Science Hill closes the gap. He's going to be dropped for a big sack, and that's going to be back at the topper's 27-yard line. Yeah, looking for D.J. Gillins across the middle of the field. Matthew Marsh comes off the block and makes a sack in the backfield. Yeah, short field turn to uh, looks like they're going to have a Corbin Price uh, yeah, they're going to attempt the, uh, trying to count this one off. If they set it up, it's going to be at the 34, so a 44-yard attempt here for Corbin Price. That's a short throw for That's a short throw for this long. He's going to take a little three-step kick. It is going to be a back-spinning kick that is up. Did he hit it, Ben? No good. No good. Wide left. Wide left just a hair. So no good with 34 seconds to go. The the Rebels stay off the board after the big blocked punt, and the score will remain seven for the Rebels and zero for the homestanding Hilltoppers. Ben, I, I think, you know, that's a drive you wanted to, to kind of convert there, but ultimately you got to get back out here, play good defense. Uh, you're still up seven points. Yeah, and don't take anything away from Corbin Price. He hit a 47-yarder early in the year. Yeah, and the, you know that's a that's a position where you've got to be uh, you've got to be just perfect on that one. It's going to be a shotgun snap. It's going to get the football to number. That's 23 again. It's going to be number 23. That's going to be Javin Chester. 
And uh, he is going to be tackled after just a short game. It'll be second and eight. Yeah, Brandon Husky and Caleb Graham sandwiching to the turf. Chester's got a back protector that's it's like chrome red, and it looks like it's glowing here in the lights. It's going to be a snap. It's going to go straight to number five. He's going to try to get around the left end. He gets past the first guy, past the second, and then the rest of the Rebels are going to make him pay for it. He's going to run a long way for about a half-yard gain. It's going to be... It's going to be third and seven upcoming. Yeah, Graham in on that tackle, and so was Manneker. This run of split-back shotgun formation causes fits on the linebackers, Wayne. They put an emphasis on running the football. And that's going to be the end of the first quarter here at Kermit Tipton Stadium. Your score is the Red Rebels 7, Science Hill 0. We head to the second quarter. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blount County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke, you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Well, I got a chance here, let me clear my Welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. It is the second quarter now. Rebels lead 7-0 over Science Hill. If you're just joining us, uh, a very long seven-minute drive is what scored for the Red Rebels. Uh, Science Hill's been sputtery at best on offense, forced a, a blocked punt there to get a short field, unable to convert. That's really the first quarter in a nutshell. Number 11, Schwartz, is going to try to throw the football, and there was more Rebels in the area than intended receiver. I think intended receiver was number, is that number 23? Ball thrown across the middle of the field. Drew Wallace jumps up, gets both hands on the ball, almost intercepts football. Yeah, Chester was the intended receiver, but Wallace, Johnson, a lot of different runners were in in tow there, and quickly uh, with 11.52 to go in the second. Science Hill's in pump formation. Deep will be Jax Kirby. Uh, he'll stand at the Rebels 42. It's going to be kind of a floaty punt, and uh, we're just going to stay away from it. Science Hill's going to try to down it. Backspin gave us an extra yard, but it will die at the Rebel 39-yard line. That's where the Rebels will set up first and 10. I, you know, I think this is you got to snap and clear that last drive. Short field, you wanted to go ahead and go in and punch. Uh, another score in, and I think, I think honestly, that that intensity kind of rattled us more than it did Science Hill. You just got to snap and clear and get back out here. Yeah, I like the Manneker sack on defense, and then also Gase Ledoux has four receptions already. He only had four receptions all last week, Wayne. Yeah, Noah Vaughn leads the rushing category. Gage Ledoux leads receiving. That's season stats as well. Clemmer uh, will take the shotgun snap, three-step drop, looking to throw the football. Wanted Zeke McCoy, but just a little long. Rocket, though, he, he tried to get it to the left left hash over there just beyond midfield, and it just sails wide incomplete. I like that play call. They put Noah Vaughn out in the flat, and then McCoy does a 10-yard out route towards the sideline, so it's kind of a decoy play. He's out in the flat. It opens up that out route. It was there. It's just threw it to the sideline. Clemmer looks to the sideline to get the play call in, and he's going to run two receivers to the right, Zeke McCoy to the left. Noah Vaughn to his right hip pocket. 
Clemmer takes the shotgun snap. He's just going to give it to Noah. Noah's going to stutter step through the initial block, and he is going to push ahead forward, picks up six, and it's going to bring down, bring up third and four. Cal Grubb's got a tough assignment with Devin Medina again. We've called his name a couple of times. He's doing an excellent job down there, and Noah Vaughn just runs right at him. Tackle made by Devin Medina. On third down, running a little token tempo, not wanting Science Hill to substitute, but they do anyway, getting some big bodies in there. And it is going to be third and four upcoming as they as they uh, snap here around midfield. Clemmer is going to roll the pocket. No, he's going to hand off to Noah Vaughn. Grabs him by the towel, and Noah Vaughn pushes ahead forward for a couple. It's going to be fourth down at the Maryville 48-yard line. It's going to be fourth, about a yard and a half to go. I don't think there's a question. You punt the football here. Yeah. And Kevin Amua on the tackle there, Wayne. 20 tackles on the season, 7-4 loss, two and a half sacks. Um, he tripped him up there and slowed down the play. And looks like they're going to leave the offense on the field at the at the moment. I don't know if that's a hard count to get try for the penalty. They're really about to push this pile. About a yard to go, long yard. Clemmer's in shotgun. He takes the snap. This is for real, guys. Noah Vaughn's going to jump the pile. He is going to go straight up. Needed a yard and a half. He got two, and that will be a first down, Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And that was the old jumbo play. That was a goal line play right there. Jumped over the pile. Yeah, Gage Ledoux in the flanker position, and he just pushes back that line and causes that open yardage. Well, and I think the acceleration of Noah is what continued the momentum to get the first down, but that's a new set. First and ten Rebels. Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Under ten to play in the half. Rebels lead seven to nothing. I'd follow Gage anywhere. <laughs> And and looks like Clemmer's going to get the out route to Zeke McCoy. He's going to pick up about five or six and continue to fight. And they're going to say he stepped out of bounds after the five-yard pickup. Second and five upcoming. What opens up that out route is they're trying to protect the flats with Gage in the flat and Noah in the flats. They're trying to contain Clemmer, Vaughn, and and the rest of that backfield, but it's opening up that out route for Cannon. Yeah, and I think we love our one-on-one matchups out there. And so willing to take the chance. It's going to be Gillens and Johnson to the right side of the formation. Zeke McCoy to the left. They're going to stack Gage Ledoux up right behind right guard. And, uh, and then they're going to have Noah Vaughn to the right, left, no right. <laughs> they keep moving him back and forth. Clemmer takes the shotgun snap. Hands off to Noah Vaughn. He's going to try to go right. And Science Hill snuffed it out in the backfield. They're going to drop him for about a yard loss. Nice tackle by Ryland Jordan. He comes off the block and makes the tackle in the backfield. Yeah, Coach Stacy has made a conscious effort to stop number zero, Noah Vaughn. And to this point, I think they've held him under about 40 yards so far. Clemmering shotgun takes the snap. He's going to fake the handoff to Noah, rolls the pocket to the left, wants to throw. He's going to dump it. Does he make the completion? They're going to say yes, catch, Cannon Johnson. And it's going to get down to the hilltopper. 35-yard line. That's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. That's a hard throw. Yeah, and a nice comeback route by Cannon Johnson. He just kind of slides on his knees and makes that nice secure grab there. Right-handed thrower rolling to the left is a hard throw. He did he did well with it. Mr. Clemmer, the completion. Clemmer and shotgun takes the snap. He's going to give the handoff to Noah's spin move. Noah's going to continue to push, and he spurts out of there. And he's going to pick up seven on what was really a three-yard game. In between the hash marks, I was wondering when the spin doctor was going to make his presence known. <laughs> well, he continues to, to move. Uh, I don't think he's down until until he's literally his belly button's touching the ground because uh, he can get horizontal and still make yardage. 
So it's going to be second down, three to go. And they are going to exercise right there on uh, on the hilltopper, say, 27. And Clemmer's going to get it out to Gillens. Gillens got one man to beat. He's going to push him. He's going to try to fight him. But the hilltopper just a touch bigger, and he's going to pick up a couple. They're going to say he needed the 25 for the first down. And they say move the chains. First down, Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Nice throw in the flat to get that yardage in the first down. Steven uh, Famoyan on the tackle. The sophomore, number two. Better you than me. But uh, Clemmer's going to take, going to stay in shotgun. He'll have two receivers to the left, and he's going to fake the handoff. Now he's going to get it out in the flat. Gage Ledoux. Gage looking for the sticks. He's going to go wide. Ten, five. And can he get there? No, he cannot. They're going to say he's out of bounds at the six-yard line. That's where it'll set up first and goal. So they quickly get into the Huddleston Law Firm red zone, looking for the second El Hemador touchdown of the night. Yeah, that play action, the linebackers bid on it. It opened up the flat. Nice play. Yeah, and I like Gage. He, he understood he had the wide side of the field, can, pushed it to the sideline, and just used his athleticism to beat some hilltoppers. Shotgun snap is taken. Quick throw. It is in and out of the hands of Zeke McCoy, a rocket headed to number four, and he just couldn't corral it. Yeah, short yardage plays, Wayne. I think these are a lot of confidence builders for Matthew Clemmer. Yeah, Zeke McCoy was there. The throw was there, just unable to make the catch. We're going to check Cannon Johnson out of the play. Looks like as, as the play is slowly developing, uh, Gillens and McCoy will go to the right side out wide. And they'll stack Gage Ledoux up behind the right guard. Noah Vaughn will be to Clemmer's right hip pocket. And they're going to move move Gage into motion. He's going to block. It looks like Clemmer's looking to throw. It is in and out of the hands of D.J. Gillens. A little crossing route there was going to set up the catch on the hilltopper P, but uh, just uh, just not able to connect. It's going to bring up third and, and goal from the seven. And... Uh, it's a big play here. The home faithful, the noise, it's going to tick up right here. But how do the Rebels respond? They need to score here. Yeah, I like that previous play, that slant route. It was there for DJ. Yeah, I think the fake handoff is going to turn to a real one here on third and goal. Clemmer will stay in shotgun. They'll keep Gage stacked up to the left. Nowhere to the right, hip pocket. They're going to fake the handoff. Clemmer rolls the pocket to the right, wants to throw it. He's trying to talk to him, and he's going to throw it into the end zone. Does he catch it, Ben? Zeke McCoy catches it. Touchdown, Rebels! McCoy! Hey, that you know what? He's old reliable. He's always going to be there. He knows where he needs to be. And honestly, Ben, the most communication downfield right there I've seen all season, Clemmer put him in position to catch that football. Yeah, and there's only three quarters of an inch between the turf and him catching that football. Nice play by McCoy. Yeah, way to put it where only your receiver could catch it, and that's going to change that Denzo scoreboard. It now reads the Rebels 13, the homestanding Science Hill Hilltoppers 0. Corbin Price looks to add to it. Dunford will hold. Price will attempt, and it is good. Up and good, your new score after the Zeke McCoy touchdown. Your Rebels 14 the home standing hilltopper zero. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 1030. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 65681-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Zeke McCoy just scores uh, a big time touchdown to make that a two touchdown gap let's jump to our sideline mr chris hibbs chris uh two touchdown lead for the rebels how's that sideline sounding uh the sideline on this side is rocking guys i mean can't ask for a better start the offense is looking good defense is playing incredible as well yeah i think we've uh we've kind of shored up some penalties to this point that's just got to continue and get some continuity on offense thanks Hibbs, for the update and the kick by, by Trenum is away, and it is going to be returnable. He's going to get upfield, get to the 15, get near the 20, and he is going to be pushed back. They're going to say he is down at the 19-yard line. That's where Science Hill will set up this next offensive series. Yeah, looking over your shoulder, Wayne, at the stat sheet from Ken Main, two of five on third downs and then two of three on fourth downs. That's excellent execution uh, late in the drives there. Well, and I think the bigger stat is defensively, Science Hill is 0 for 2 on third down. So if we can get them to third down, we can typically get off the field. Like music to my ears. Well, I, call me the music man. It's going to be Schwartz with the football. He's going to hand it off. It's going to be to 23. That's going to be Chester. Chester tries to get around left side, and collapsing are the linebacking core. And uh, let's see who made that tackle. A lot of Rebels in the area. I think they're going to credit. I would credit Drew Wallace with that, that tackle. Yeah, it was Drew Wallace. He broke downhill real quick on that. Read it well in the flat. Yeah, a little safety crunch there. Schwartz is going to stay in at quarterback, stay in shotgun formation. He'll have trips to the right, and he'll have Chester in the backfield with him. Is it just me or is that back play glowing? It's red, and it looks like it's glowing. It's glowing. And Swartz is going to take the snap. He's going to give it to to Chester, and Chester's going to fight his way. No, he's not, and he's going to be pushed backwards. I think it's going to be a loss of yardage there. I love it. Cooper Aww. and Sons trucking. Look at that. He makes the hit in the backfield and then, then just pushes them all the way back. So I was going to call it at best a no gain, but they're going to say forward progress. Maybe the toe of his shoe made it to the first down marker, so they're going to give the Hilltoppers a first down. That's fresh life there for the toppers here at home. I don't know that I like that. Swartz will stay in at shotgun. He'll have Chester to his left. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. He's going to look to call his – no, he hands it to Chester, and Chester's going to get off right guard, and he's going to push ahead forward, pick up about six. Yeah, I don't think if Peyton Cooper made that tackle, he would have been stopped. Well, I, I think it's it's one of those deals. Chester is another one of those that can get to full speed very quickly. He hits the hole real hard, and what probably was a three-yard gain, he made into six. 61 carries for 440 yards, Wayne. It's going to be Schwartz is going to put five into motion. He's going to hand off to Chester. A little, little razzle-dazzle, but Chester with the football, and he's just going to do some hard yardage there, pick up about two. 
I think that's going to bring up third and one. Isaiah French read that play really well, broke inside and made the tackle. Tyler Moon, Chester, and Swartz have been really the playmakers here for the Hilltoppers early. So it's going to be 4.45 to go here in the first half of play. Rebels lead 14 to nothing. It's a Zeke McCoy touchdown and a Eli Elkins touchdown. It is going to be Chester with the, the kind of wildcat formation and direct snap. We're going to set, they're going to give him forward progress again, Ben, to the 40. Maybe they're just more generous than I am. Peyton Cooper gets in here, wraps him up, and slings him to the turf. Yeah, there's a little bit of frustration there because, again, they're getting forward bite. It's just that, uh, I mean, he's he's pretty elusive. He's able to punch it in there, get skinny, and, and get the yardage needed. Needed a yard, got a yard and a third. It's going to be first and ten Hilltoppers. Swartz is going to put Moon into motion. He's going to give the handoff to Moon. A little sweep play. Moon's going to clear the first guy. Now it's a track race, and I liked my chances as the Frenchman is going to run him down from behind, but not before a huge gain for Science Hill. And they've got into Maryville territory, maybe the first time tonight. Yeah, that's an end-around route. He just comes down like a jet sweep, gets the ball, and runs all the way down. French there to make the stop. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a play they'll earmark there. That's going to be 24-yard pickup by Moon. Swartz is going to have a twin back set, going to have Chester, uh, and... I think that's going to be Moon back there with him. He's going to try to throw it again. Gets it to 17 over here to the left. And he's going to push ahead forward again inside the Rebel 25 down to the 24. I'm going to say move those chains. Another Science Hill first down as we're near three and a half to go here in the second quarter. Corner's giving some cushion on the outside. He does an out route. Hutton Jones on the tackle. Josiah McGann with the catch. For Science Hill. Science Hill with the football and really their most impressive drive of the night here late in the second quarter. Swartz is going to be in shotgun formation. Two receivers to the right. He's going to give the handoff. That's going to be to number one, Micah Dukes. And Dukes on the short side of the field is going to pick up a couple. It's going to be second down, eight to go. Frankie Diaz in on that tackle. And that is their 14th carry, 46 yards, I believe, on the night. So they've uh, not had a ton of long runs, but they just continue to pound that away. 2.42 to go. No real hurry here. I don't think they're interested, if anything happens here, about giving Maribel the football back. Schwartz in shotgun. He's going to move Moon into motion. They're going to gall his own number. Schwartz is going to go straight ahead forward, and I think he'll think better of that the next time as he is going to meet Jason Manneker. And Jason Manneker, I think he ran out of his own shoe. He made him pay for that. Just put him on his back. And, again, there is no, there's no quit in that one as uh, he goes straight ahead forward, and whatever's in his way is going to take the brunt of it. You talked about it briefly, Wayne. Swartz, Moon, Chester, and Dukes combined for 1,104 yards rushing on only 172 carries this season. They're going to run the ball. Third and seven. I think there's two plays to get it here, but Swartz is going to stay in shotgun. He fakes the handoff to Chester, rolls the pocket to the left, wants to throw it, nowhere to go with it. Now he's going to have to tuck and go, and he's going to step out of bounds. They're going to say at the 20-yard line, so they're going to say he picked up a yard on the scramble, but it's going to be fourth down, Ben. This is a a big play right here. You're at your own 20, not sure how the specialists are at Science Hill. But do you try to get points on the board, or do you look to get the first down? I think you try to get points on the board. Uh, it doesn't look like that's an option here. Swartz is going to stay out there looking at the sideline. 
And I think they're going to want to talk about it. They do. Science Hill takes a timeout. Lee Franks, the Volunteer Home Mortgage, says let's take one with them. And you're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston Law Firm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. 1.49 to go here in the second quarter of play here at Science Hill High School. Your Rebels lead. 14 to nothing. Touchdowns by Eli Elkins and Zeke McCoy, Ben. Uh, two new entries uh, into the playmaker category. Both uh, nice plays there by those young men. It's going to be Schwartz going to fake the handoff, wants to throw in the flat. It's going to be a dump pass, and it is going to be incomplete. Rebels will get the football back, and the incompletion, Ben, stopped the clock. Rebels didn't have to use the timeout. Yeah, and it was there. Uh, Number 21, Caleb Grant, gets both hands up in the air, and the receiver couldn't see the football, does not make the reception. What a play by Caleb Grant. Well, I know he's not going to get the pass breakup kind of stat line there for that one, but you're exactly right. Those hands being in the air took the line aside away from the receiver, and honestly, the quarterback, I think, had to shot put it over him, and that made the difference in the play. That's what they teach these young defensive linemen. If you can't make the sack, get your hands up. Rebels will take over at the Hilltopper 20-yard line, going left or right here on Steve Spurrier Field. They're going to move Noah Vaughn out in the flat. They're going to screen pass to him. Can he get wide? He gets wide. He's getting upfield. He's got one man to beat. He's going to push it to the 40-yard line, and he is going to be pushed out of bounds at the Hilltopper 43. And That's where it will set up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Uh, that was the only guy going to make that tackle right there. Big 37-yard pickup by the number my number zero on the scorecard. He got into that third gallop you always talk about. Uh, it's just it's amazing. It's amazing. Coach Burns is checking in from Maryville. Uh, wish you were here, Coach. But uh, Clemmer is going to kick it wide. He's going to throw it out in the flat, trying to get the number. That's going to be Noah Vaughn as well. Just sure-handed Vaughn. They're just going to ride the. Uh, the, the one that's really uh, electric every night. The junior, Matthew Marsh, making that tackle for the Hilltoppers in the flat. And it's going to be second down, nine yards to go. They're going to say Noah picked up a yard on the screen pass. Probably the most success uh, against Noah that, that's been seen much tonight. Going to be three receivers to the right, one to the left. Clemmer's going to take a shotgun. A little dump pass to Noah Vaughn. He's going to try to get wide, see if he can get the first down. I think he hit the sticks. And they're going to say he stepped out just short. So it's going to be third and a long yard, maybe two. That was a nice play by Clemmer. He got every bit of Ryland Jordan's jersey on him before he made the completion. One minute, 18 seconds to go, third and two, most importantly. We're going to see what they do here. Looks like Gage Ledoux, Zeke McCoy will be out left, and Cannon Johnson, DJ Gillins will be out to the right. A little stack set out wide. Noah Vaughn will be to the right hip pocket. 
Clemmer takes the snap, a little token flip to Gage Ledoux. He's going to get upfield. He gets across the, the hilltopper 45, gets the first down, and down to the 42-yard line. It's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, Ben, and more importantly, it's out of bounds. Love that play call. Does the play action, throws the pass out there in the flat. Gaze just turns around, makes the catch, and earns those tough yards. 1-11 to play here in the second quarter. Quickly back to the line of scrimmage. They look to the sideline to get the play. Kind of assess the defense. Trips to the right. Looks like Gage Ledoux, Cannon Johnson, DJ Gillen's out right. Out wide right. Zeke McCoy to the left. Clemmer will take the shotgun. He's going to do a little flat-footed drop. Roll the pocket to the right. Wants to throw. Now he's just going to have to tuck and go. And he does. They Do they give him out of bounds? They let him get out of bounds. It's going to be 102. The clock will stop. But they're going to say a loss of one on the play. Second and 11. Yeah, you had Gage Ledoux and D.J. Gillins on the right side. D.J. Gillins is doing a fade route. Gage Ledoux does a post route. Both were covered very well. It just wasn't there. Clemmer makes a decision to keep the football and not make a mistake there. Clemmer's going to have three receivers to the right, one to the left. Looks like to be the formation moving forward. And Noah Vaughn to his left hip pocket. Cleans the gloves. Does that signal a throw? It's going to take the shotgun snap. It does. Three-step drop across the middle. They're going to get Zeke McCoy across the middle. First down and more. And he is going to be down in the center of the field at the Hilltopper 20-yard line. That's right there at the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. But I think they're going to have to burn a timeout here. No safety help, and uh, Zeke makes a nice post route of number 14, Emmett Watson, to make the reception. Timeout, Maryville, as they are now on the cusp of the Huddleston Law Firm red zone, looking to add points to this deficit or to this difference. It is now 14 and nothing. Can they shoot the gap, Ben? Let's take a quick Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. We'll be right back. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online. Smaxes.com. That's S M A X E S.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Lane Kaiser alongside Ben Metz and the Rebels. On the cusp of another score, they sit at the Hilltoppers 20-yard line going left to right here on Steve Spurrier Field. Ben, a lot of options here, minute, or they're going to say they're going to say 55 seconds to go here in this one. Clemmer will stand in shotgun. He will check the play at the line of scrimmage. No safety help. It's going to be a snap, a little play action. He's going to deliver it over the middle. It's going to be just high and out of the reach of Cannon Johnson, but it was there to be had. Yeah, I think Clemmer looked over at the sideline. They saw there's no safety there. They moved, they moved him in the flat, and they ran a post route right across the middle of the field. It's going to be a sideline warning against. Is that against the Rebels? The way we're backing up, I say yes. It's a, it's going to be a sideline warning against Maryville. So they will uh, they will snap the ball this next time. Uh, just. Uh,
Okay, no yardage assist. Okay, so maybe truly just a warning. Clemmer will have three receivers to the right. Going to have Jax Kirby to the left. So we'll see. As uh, Zeke McCoy not in the football game at this point. Noah Vaughn to the right hip pocket. Clemmer's going to take the snap. He's going to call his own number. He's going to try to go right, go left, and his little weave action as he's going to fight his way down near the 10-yard line. And I think he gets it. They're going to give him the first down, and quickly, Maryville takes their next time out. Four, 40 seconds to go. It seemed like they wasted a lot more time than that. That was a run-pass option play. That was uh, Gage Ledoux in the flat. That's what that play was designed for. It wasn't there for Clemmer, so he ran it. No timeout. Actually, Maryville gets back to the line of scrimmage. He's going to look to throw it. It is going to be high and out of the reach of Jax Kirby, and there's a flag on the play. So there's two options here, Ben. It's either push off by Kirby, which is going to be P.I. against Science Hill. It's in the area of either. Uh, flag was thrown in the end zone. Yeah, it looked like they were both jockeying for position. Let's see what they call here. It's going to be defensive holding against Science Hill. So that's going to get the, the, the Rebels just a touch closer to that end zone. With 23 seconds to go, the penalty at least stopped the clock for us. Going to set up shop. It's to be at the five-yard line. As, like I said, Rebels going left or right. Uh, trying to punch it in one more time. Take a three-score lead to the half. Let's see if they move Gage in that flanker. Clemmer's going to move Gage Ledoux just in, in, into the right-hand side. He's going to give the handoff to Noah Vaughn. He's going to cut the defender, and he's going to go into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels! The faithful get what they desire, Wayne. Well, and here's the thing. The, the play action, the, the putting Gage as the lead blocker, that's going to be a, a hole that it's going to be hard for any team to close up, and they just didn't do that, and Noah Vaughn scampers into the end zone basically untouched. I'll say it again. I'll follow him anywhere. Yeah, he's a, he's a man on a mission when he's got the football. And the Denzo scoreboard, Ben, has just changed. It now reads the Rebels 20 and the homestanding toppers 0. Corbin Price will attempt the PAT. The cold is down. The kick is up. And it is good. Corbin Price changes it one more time. The Rebels now lead 21 to nothing over the Hilltoppers. A non-play 80-yard drive that took a minute and 24 seconds off the clock. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5. Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. Welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And Ben, you called it. Gage goes into kind of that stack set. And then Noah just runs right off his hip and scores a big touchdown. Three-score lead here for the Rebels as they hope to take that very gap into halftime. Well, Coach Hunt has talked about it all season. He's a playmaker, Wayne. He's got six receptions tonight with 50-plus yards. I expect to see them use him more in this game. 
They're going to cough and kick this one to the 30-yard line. The up man will fair catch it at the uh, the Hilltopper 31-yard line, and that's where they'll take over with 15 seconds to go until the half. If you're if your signs Hill, do you just get to the half, or do you try to make something happen here? I think you have to try to make something happen, try to extend the field a little bit, Wayne. I think Maryville's going to play it as if, if things are going to be tried, uh, but it looks like Signs Hill's in no hurry to really really do things. Looks like they're going to have a really tight three-receiver set to the left. They're going to move Moon in motion. They were wanting to hand it to Moon on the sweep play, and they're going to call false start against Science Hill. Little little footsteps heard, and they jump off. They fall start. That's going to be a penalty against the home team. It'll back them up, Ben. Yeah, look for that defensive line to shift and also look for those corners to give some cushion. Try not to give up the big play and cause some corruption for the backfield. You know, I'll wait to say what I'm thinking until we get to the half, but uh, this has been a good 24 minutes of football defensively uh, for the Rebels. And then offensively, anytime you can carry a, a two-plus touchdown lead, you got to be happy with yourself. It's going to be Swartz and Shotgun. I think this is going to be a handoff to Chester. It's going to be actually the number one. That's going to be Micah Dukes, and he's going to fight a lot and pick up not a lot. He's going to lose a yard on the play uh, for, for really a lot of running. Micah Dukes is a, a guy that we haven't called a lot tonight, but he has 53 carries on the season coming into the game for 310 yards, two touchdowns. So, correction, he got back to the original or near the original line of scrimmage after the penalty. I was looking at the sticks. He got about four to five yards there on that pickup. So, uh, take that, give that back to him uh, as he did pick that up. But as he did that, uh, that will exhaust the second quarter clock, and the Rebels will take a 21 to nothing lead to the half. Pretty clean half of football. That's what I was thinking. Didn't want to say it. But a clean half of football has yielded the Rebels a three-touchdown advantage. Let's take us a break. Listen to some great sponsors. When we come back, the Painter One Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600. Or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the quality you deserve. Got a paint project, but your life is crazy busy? Let Keith Lane of Painter One Knoxville do it for you. Painter One is your first choice for all your painting needs. Paint really does have a powerful impact on mood, perception, and emotion. A warm, vibrant interior or reinvigorating outside walls? Trust Painter One. Exceptional customer service and communication. Two-year warranty and more. Renew your space. Renew your life with Painter One Knoxville. Online at PainterOne.com. Painter One is a proud sponsor of Maribel high school football if you have property to sell or you're looking to buy call dwight or sarah price at the dwight price group realty executives and they can help with all your real estate needs remember that no one sells more the dwight price group call 888 sold which is 865-888-7653 or go to dwightprice.com the dwight price group the right home with the right price 
Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Two quarters in the books, two more to go. Up next is the Painter One Halftime Show on your home for Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. The guys will take a look at first half highlights, scores from around the area, and keys to a big second half for the Rebels. Don't you dare touch that dial. This should be good. Welcome into the Painter One Halftime Show. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And Ben, 21 to nothing in favor of our Rebels here at the half. Uh, you got to love what the defense has really put out there. And honestly, offensively, clean football game to this point. Yeah, we only had the one penalty. It was the face mask penalty for 15 yards. So we talked about that before the game, that, it's, that we need to play clean football and execute. Right, Wayne? Well, and what I what I I don't like anything about penalties, but what I'm saying about that penalty, he already got the first down, so we didn't give them a first down based on that. We just extended yardage, so really nothing hurt with that one penalty. So a really good half of football. Got to continue that for 24 more minutes. Uh, but 21 to nothing's what the scoreboard reads, the Denzo scoreboard. But here's some halftime stats brought to you by Ken Maine. The master of math here on Rebel Radio. First downs, Rebels with 13, Science Hill with 5. Uh, rushing category, 17 carries, 57 yards for Maryville. 17 carries, 53 yards for Science Hill. Very balanced there uh, for both teams. Uh, passing yardage, though, Maryville's went to the air here in Johnson City. 143 yards through the air, uh, 18 yards through the air for Science Hill. Just very one-dimensional uh, at this point in the matchup. 38 total plays for Maryville, 200 total yards of offense, 21 plays for Science Hill, 71 total yards of offense in, in two quarters. That's a that's pretty strong defense. Yeah, and I really like how Matthew Clemmer's got those two touchdown passes, as long as being that 23-yarder to know them on. Yeah, really, uh, he's playing some smart football. I kind of like what he's uh, what he's able to bring to the table. Uh, but you know, just just a smart football player. When when things break down, instead of forcing the throw, he's tucking it and calling his own number. And sometimes those tough three or four yards are going to be the difference in first downs, continuing drives, those dynamics that you know we we've got to have as as game and competition uh, continues to ratchet up. But individually, uh, Noah Vaughn leads the rushing category. 11 carries, 44 yards. Matthew. Clemmer, five carries for 14 yards. Uh, in the receiving category, Gage Ledoux, six catches for 50. Uh, Noah has four catches for 41, most of those screen passes. Uh, Zeke McCoy has three for 33 and a touchdown. Uh, Cannon Johnson, one catch for 11 yards. Eli Elkins, one catch for five yards and that, that corner touchdown. And then D.J. Gillen's one catch for three yards. So uh, spreading the wealth around in the passing category, uh, but looks like all Noah Vaughn in the rushing category. And, Wayne, you know I'm a defensive guy. I don't think Jason Manneker ate on the bus because he's definitely eating out on this field. He makes yeah. the sack and the block punt. 
Great football by Jason Manneker. Well, he's got a, you know, Chris Hips brought this up as we were talking at the break. Uh, you know, he had a one-two plays there uh, in that drive that ended up on a block punt. He sacked the quarterback, then goes and blocks the punt. So, I mean, ultimately uh, dominating performance there by what I call Manneker mania. Uh, and he's just, uh, he's a man-child out there. He's done that since he was a sophomore and the seniors out there ready to show some things tonight. We need to make some t-shirts. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? Like Hulkamania shirts? We can rip, well, I won't rip it off. You can rip it off. There you go. Uh, not, anyway. Uh, but uh, at the half, Rebels up 21 to nothing. Science Hills Hilltopper Band is on the field doing their field show. It's pretty cool. Uh, they've spread the, the complete width of uh, from basically 20 to 20. Uh, so they're doing a full field show here tonight. I would say, Ben, uh, we talked about it at, at home last week. These bands, these are the last couple times they're going to run this show before they go to competition there in the month of October. Yeah, and you talked about it at the Skeeter, how fans are not going to the concession stand. They're staying in their seats. They're watching the entertainment. So uh, hats off to these uh, young young adults that are that playing out here on the field. Well, and, and, you know, it's a really nice venue to watch a performance. No, the stands aren't terribly far away, but they're enough to where you can get the full view of what's going on here. Uh, Kermit Tipton Stadium at night pretty cool venue. Nice LED lighting, uh, but really uh, just a beautiful night to have football. The weather's perfect. Hips has a long sleeve shirt on under his uh, his Rebel Radio polo. It's just it's perfect. It's football weather. It is. So, uh, Ben, we, we usually at the half, we kick it to the scoreboard. Again, just a reminder, last night, big Alcoa West game. Uh, Alcoa drops one to Knox West. The West Rebels go in to Blankenship Field, knock off the Tornadoes, 29-26. to But what's happening tonight uh, around our area? So uh, second quarter with 6.48 to go. Farragut 35, South Doyle 7. Carnes down 14-21 to to Carter right now in the second quarter. Elizabethan in the first quarter, 3.59 to go, 7-7 against Anderson County. Powell playing Knoxville Halls in the second quarter. That score is reported, 13-3 Powell. We've got, let's see, Austin East 0, Brainerd 6. There's a Greenback score right there. Greenback 0, Loudon 13 in the second quarter. Cleveland up seven to nothing on Walker Valley in the first quarter. So that's a team to watch. That's uh, I believe next week's opponent uh, for the Red Rebels. So we'll be uh, we'll be seeing the Blue Raiders uh, here very soon. And then uh, more towards Central Tennessee, Boyd Buchanan fourteen to nothing on Columbia Academy. Uh, let's see, Grace Christian fourteen, Notre Dame three. South Bend's really turned down for the, I get it. Uh, thanks, Ben, for the halftime updates. Uh, as we do each and every week, we want to thank our sponsors. You've heard them in and out of the breaks tonight, but want to give them a shout-out on air. Uh, Twin City Certified in Maryville is the Game of the Week sponsor each and every week. Uh, Riley Trapp and the crew there at Twin City Certified, they say the quality you deserve, and a lot of times that's a that's a buzzword, quality. We, we've got the good cars. Well, you go to Raleigh Traps a lot. I, I would challenge you to find a car that you don't sit down in and, and wonder if it's a good, it's a new one. 
Yeah, and they pride themselves on customer service over there, Wayne. Well, if you ever talk to Riley, it's he prides himself and he and he, and he backs it up. He, he does a great job with his customers. Stevenson Tire, a local staple there in the uh, Eagleton community. Uh, Stevenson Tire does great work, does great for families. I know several people I know that's only buys at Stevenson Tire, done so their entire life. Yeah, and if you travel as much as we do, you got to have reliable tires, right? Yeah, and they've got all the major brands, all great pricing. Cody Knuckles, Keller Williams, saw something on Facebook uh, this week. He, he helped a, a couple get their first home. He put together like a nice little first-time home buyer, little gift for them, put it on uh, on Facebook. Cody's doing a lot of good things in our community. Real estate's just one of them. Yeah, and we always go... It's not about making money. For Cody, it's about helping the community. Sure, absolutely. Pistol Creek Eats and REO Cheese Wagon, they feed our bellies when we're at the Skeeter, but we appreciate them each and every week. Uh, Pistol Creek Eats, REO Cheese Wagon, local food trucks. So follow them on Facebook. Find out where they're set up in our community and go support those uh, those great food trucks. Painter One Kitchen Tune-Up, that's your halftime and pregame show sponsors. A lot of good work that they do. Kitchen Tune-Up will do the whole kitchen for you. They'll kind of plan that out, help you with that. And then Painter One, all those tough painting projects that you need scaffolding or you need to do other, you you need more than you've got. That's always how it is for me. I can reach it, but I can't reach it. You know what I'm saying? Painter One is the crew that can help you with all those. And then Kitchen Tune-Up, if you just want a new look, check out Kitchen Tune-Up of Knoxville. 95.7 95.7 Duke FM, the radio home of Rebel Radio, but also the postgame sponsor, Dwight Price of Realty Executive. You've heard his name in and out of these first downs. Common Sense Pest Control, the kickoff sponsor. That's every time Corbin Price touches it. It's going to be a Common Sense Pest Control kickoff. El Himidor touchdown. We've had three of those tonight. The Huddleston Law Firm is anytime we're inside the red zone, the 20-yard line going in. Uh, Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage gives us our timeout. Smoky Mountain Axe House has our player of the game sponsorship. And Denzel Manufacturing lights up the scoreboard each and every Friday night. Yeah, you mentioned Dwight Price. I know we made him happy. Three for six on third downs and two for three on fourth downs for the Red Rebels. Well, and two, uh, I I think two 13-plus play drives. So, really, uh, it's one of those things when you can score quick. You know, you want those explosive plays that do do those things, but when you can grind out a 13-play drive that ends in points, uh, you, you're you're inserting, you, you know, you're announcing your presence, you're you're enforcing your will, you're doing all the things that that late in this game, when when things need to go a certain way for you or against you, you're in you're in control. You've got the wheel. Yeah, you're building confidence as you go in the locker room. You're ready for that second half. Yeah, and and I think that's going to be a a point of emphasis uh, as we head to Tennessee, Florida week. It's when the brakes go your way. Don't stop. Put on more steam. General Nealon's maxim's got to be in play here. The Rebels aren't done yet. Three scores is a good lead. It's not a done lead. So Science Hill's well good enough to score at their own turf. Uh, Get back in this one, but uh, Rebels got to continue to play great defense and play really good offense to put a couple more scores on. Yeah, on the Hilltopper side, you know, we talked about Tyler Moon. We talked about Javin Chester, Micah Dukes. I mean, they've got some playmakers over there, Wayne. We saw a lot of speed from those guys in the first half of football. Absolutely, yeah, and, and keeping them in check is going to be something to work on here in the second half, but I like the Rebels' chances. Let's take us a break. Uh, listen to our fine sponsors. This is the Painter One Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. When we come back, Chris Hips and his uh, second-half keys to victory. We'll be right back. 
you can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman at Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maribel High School Football. Welcome back to the Painter One Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Match right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. But uh, we're going to go down to our sideline expert, Mr. Chris Hips. Chris, uh, first half pretty flawless for the Rebels. What do you what do you hope to see here in the second half? Yeah, fellas, for me in the second half, I hope to just see the offense keep rolling. I mean, I think they've had some great drives on the defense. Like I said, uh, pregame, that front four has been living in the backfield, causing all kinds of havoc. I just like to see the defense keep the uh, momentum up as well. Yeah, I feel like possibly, Mr. Hips, the the victory uh, dinner uh, may be pals the way they're playing. That defense must be hungry. Yes, sir. They'll definitely uh, be feasting tonight, hopefully. Well, Chris, appreciate the feedback. We're going to get back with you when Coach comes back out, the Coach Hunt interview uh, coming out of the locker room right here in just a minute. But, uh, Ben, you know, I think Hips brings up a really good point. That front four is doing a great job containing, doing some things upfield that's really making Science Hill uh, probably work harder than they plan to do here tonight. Uh, and then it's just giving Clemmer, I think anytime you come on offense and you, you've got a nice lead, you play a little bit more free, you have more options. So I think it's helpful all the way around what this defense is doing. Yeah, Hippie brought up great points. I talked about it a little bit in the pregame. You know, it's very important with this offense. You know, the 32 runs that they had against William Blunt for the 323 yards, bull rush, fumble, hosky, get in the backfield, cause corruption, force them to throw the football. And like he said, that's what they've been living back there. Frankie Diaz, Jason Manneker have been living back there. And then playing clean football. We talked about playing clean football. That's what we're doing. And we're shortening the field using the Noah Vaughn, Gage Ledoux combo. Oh yeah, and that's a that's a one-two punch that's going to win a ton of games and 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 really give you the upper hand a lot in, in high school football and beyond. Uh, but uh, you know, looking out at this at this game, Ben, twenty-one to nothing advantage for the Rebels. Uh, another score of interest, uh, Heritage on top of Seymour, twenty-seven to nothing. Uh, Coach Osaved, uh, his crew that's that would be their third victory if they can close this one out. Am I am I right with that, Ken? Anything with numbers, you just go to Ken. He, he knows. But uh, here at Kermit Tipton uh, Stadium, Steve Spurrier Field, it, it's, it's been a nice venue. And you know what? It's good to see just good, clean football for our Rebels. Yeah, absolutely. And we talked about Matthew Clemmer. He's 16 for 21, 143 yards. And then 91 of your receiving yards are Vaughn and Ledoux. But don't forget about Zeke McCoy, the 33 yards and the touchdown that he has. Yeah, and I think Zeke McCoy, what he's been able to do for this offense, he's a safety valve for Matthew Clemmer. I'm not sure how they've worked in the offseason or what they do regularly, but they have a they have a really good relationship. I think he is a he's a go-to guy for him at the receiving position, and that's going to be very good as we continue to grow this and, and build into this season. Uh, but one more, uh, go go ahead. There's two routes that he runs just beautifully. Number one is that 10-yard out route that he runs, and then also that 10-yard post. 
Yeah, I, I think he does a really good job at a lot of things. It's, and he does a really good job uh, when it's not going to him, really just making sure if, if Noah gets downfield, he's down there trying to help. If uh, you, But he doesn't get penalties against him. I think that, that speaks to how, how clean a football player he is. Uh, but one thing I do want to shout out, we've given him a couple shout-outs as we've worked through uh, these last few weeks. But this Tuesday, September 27th, at the Clayton Center there in Maryville, on Maryville College's campus, uh, Dancing with the Stars, Maryville edition, uh, will uh, be there as one of the big uh, signature events for Kingdom Design Ministries. Uh, Kingdom Design Ministries, they're, they're a nonprofit there in the Maryville area and, and the greater area. And they basically what they do is they create dream room makeovers and renovations for kids that have experienced devastation in their young childhood. Uh, it's, it's an amazing charity. That it's, it's one of those selfless places that it's hard to pick at because really uh, there's nothing that they do that doesn't benefit the children. Uh, if you haven't heard about it, uh, they're going to do that this Tuesday. Again, the Clayton Center on Maryville College's campus. You can watch your favorite local contestants take the stage and compete, uh, but also local celebrity judges, uh, TBD, to be announced as to who they will be. Fun night of dancing, fun and fellowship. Tickets on sale now. I'm trying to see the website. You can go to kingdomdesignministries.org. That's K-I-N-G-D-O-M designministries.org. So Kingdom Design. Yeah, and we know they do a lot of good for the community. But what else they do, Wayne, is they devote a lot of time. So these are these are folks that have busy lives, but they spend a lot of time to help the community. Yeah, nonprofit's just not a tagline. It's it's legit. They don't they don't profit from this, and they give a lot of time. Uh, to these young people to try to just build back what's been broken uh, in their young childhood. But the Rebels uh, have came back to uh, to Steve Spurrier Field to get warmed up for the second half. So that means Coach Hunt is close to Mr. Hips. Uh, we'll take a one quick break and then see if Hips can get the head guy on the mic to talk about what the second half is going to look like. You're listening to Rebel Radio right here, 95.7 Duke FM. From the Hep Roofing Studios, we want to be your roofer. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. This is Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, your home-owned mortgage broker in Maryville. We're local folks supporting local kids, just like Volunteer Home Mortgage helps people all over Tennessee with all their mortgage needs. If you're looking to buy or refinance your home, go local. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, just down the street from Shield Stadium at 1033 West Broadway. Or call me at 865-238-7500. That's 865-238-7500. Or text VOLUNTEER to 33655. NMLS number 1641325. Run like a rebel! Run like a rebel! And and welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. And just as, as promised... Mr. Hips has the head football coach of your Red Rebels, Coach Derek Hunt. Hips, what you got? Hey, fellas, I'm down here with Coach Hunt. Uh, coach Hunt, an incredible first half, uh, pretty dominant on both sides of the ball, offensively, defensively. Uh, what all adjustments are you looking at halftime, or what are you asking from the players in, after the half? Yeah, defense played great. Offensively, you know, three out of four drives, scored a touchdown, so that was that was good. Um, hate that we didn't capitalize on Manneker's block punt. You know, that kind of stung. Need to capitalize there. I think the second half, we need to be able to run the football, find, find a running game, because um, right now, everything we're doing is almost through the pass, you know, which is great. You know, Matthews had a great first half, but uh, I'd love to be able to run the football here this second half, and hopefully defense continues to play well. Sounds great. Thank you, Coach Hunt. 
And thanks, as always, to Coach Hunt and Chris Hibbs for getting that sideline report each and every week. But, uh, but uh, Ben, I think he makes a really good point. Three out of four drives, you score a touchdown. And the only one that you didn't get was when you, uh, you block a punt and then couldn't get in the end zone, didn't capitalize on that. Some teams, that's going to be a backbreaker for this Rebel team. As he also said, Matt Clemmer going through the air in this first half. Uh, maybe putting this one on his shoulders or on his arm, if you will. Yeah, and compliments to both coaches because that tells me that it, that the Hilltoppers had a well-executed game plan going into this week to stop Noah Vaughn, but also compliments to the adjustments made by the Maryville Rebels with Matthew Clemmer. Yeah, I think Clemmer's had a had a nice night. He's had a, had an error-free night to this point. And I think at that at at any rate, when you come to a school for the first year, that reducing errors week in and week out is going to be a key to your development here. And especially, he's a one and doneer. I mean, he's a senior. This is going to be his one time uh, through the through the roster, through the the schedule here for the Rebels. And as they break the huddle, they get to their sideline. We're about to have second half action uh, here from Rebel Radio. But uh, as there's about ten seconds to go till the second half, let's take one last quick break. Listen to one good sponsor. When we come back, second half action. Rebel Radio. 95.7 Duke FM. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, pistolcreekeats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week, but Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. Yeah, you can hear me now. And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. We're live from Kermit Tipton Stadium, Steve Spurrier Field here on the campus of Science Hill High School. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. Ben, uh, the, it's, it's fully night now here at, at, at uh, Science Hill High School. Beautiful night for football. Great weather. We got the windows open here in the press box. Rebels about to kick it off, holding a three-touchdown lead. Yeah, I like the body language on the sideline. One of the coaches is holding back the, the, uh, the unit. <laughs> uh, as uh, as it looks like Preston Trenum will kick this one away, deep for the Hilltoppers. That looks to be Moon and Chester. As it's going to be a low spinner, it's going to take a high bounce. It's going to be the up man that takes it, number two for for the Hilltoppers, Stephen Fayoman, and he is going to push it up ahead, and it will be the 31-yard line where the Hilltoppers will start their first drive of the second half. Tackle made by a host of Maribel Rebels. Well, you know, it, it, those up men, when they get it, the whole trajectory of where you're going changes. So just like the way they kind of corral to the football, attacked up field. A little wedge buster in there. Looks like Schwartz is going to bring it to uh, to the line of scrimmage. Looks like his receiver's trying to tell him he's got one-on-one. He just doesn't understand that number one's a good one. And looks like a hard count may have got the Rebels to jump there to start the second half. We're going to see eight. They're going to call it against the Rebels. Uh, so that will be a five-yard penalty. It'll be first down and five for Science Hill. So the second penalty of the night against the Rebels. I think they saw blitz coming. Schwartz in shotgun. He'll have one receiver to the left, and he'll have Chester to his left. 
He's going to fake the handoff, pulls it down, quarterback keeper all the way. He's going to get free. He's across the 40, across the 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Science Hill. That's going to be Moon on the keeper. He was in there a little wildcat, and that's going to be a 64-yard rip for Moon of Science Hill. And the Denzo scoreboard, Ben, has just changed. Yeah, they brought the linebackers there, and that hole was huge. Tyler Moon, wide receiver DB by trade, but he uh, tucked and ran uh, just like a back, and uh, he got a 64-yard touchdown run there, and uh, the Tilltoppers on the board. 21-6, and looks like number 83. That's going to be Max Teron. Well, attempt the PAT. The kick is up, and it is good. So your new score quickly in the second half with 11.37 to go in the third. 21 for your Rebels, 7 for Science Hill. We'll be right back. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a First down to a touchdown. And welcome back to Rebel Radio. And just like that, Science Hill has struck here in the second half. 21 to 7, your score with the Rebels in front after a 64 yard Tyler Moon keeper. And it is now Rebels trying to get back to the football. As the kick is going to be a short one, it takes a Rebel bounce, and we quickly get on it as Gillum has to just jump on it as they thought it was going to roll to him, and it rolled away from it. That one made me nervous. It bounced the wrong way, Wayne. Quickly gets to it. Rebels will set up shop going left to right here on Steve Spurrier Field at the at the Maribel 24-yard line. Tyler Moon up to 100 yards rushing. Now, when you get 64 at a time, it doesn't take much. Clemmer's going to get it into the huddle, and he's going to quickly break it. Two receivers to the left out wide. I'm too close. I have Noah Vaughn to the right hip pocket. They'll stack Gage in here to the right side. He's going to take the shotgun snap. Looks right. He's going to deliver out in the flat. That is going to be Zeke McCoy, the safety blanket, and he is going to quickly pick up about eight yards. Nice little out route there. Clemmer knew he was going to be there. Yeah, I like that formation there. They did a spread formation. Like you said, they put Gage in the flanker. That was your decoy. Everybody thought they were just going to run Noah right behind Gage. It opens up the flat, and you get some nice yardage, Wayne. They're going to flip Zeke to the other side of the formation, see if they can get the DB to chase. And Clemmer will stay in shotgun. He takes the snap. He's going to give it to Noah Vaughn. He's going to have a hole. He's going to get across the 40 near midfield, and he's going to be shoestring tackled. At the uh, at the Maribel 44-yard line, gave him a, gave him about an extra five yards because I didn't think anybody was going to stop it. Yeah, nice run and good tackle by Zeph Fegyak, number 21 for the Science Hill Hilltoppers. A for effort, Ben. Uh, 21 to seven, the score. 11:08 to go here in the third. If you just joined us, if you went to get a get something out of the fridge, Science Hill scored on a 64-yard keeper. So with that's these, how the score changed. With these A's and B's, Mary Metz and Larry Metz be very proud of 
I think you're uh, you're you're doing well for yourself. Clemmer is going to go under center. He's going to quickly hand it off to Cannon Johnson. Schroner try to sweep this, and Science Hill snuffs it out. They're going to get upfield, drop him for a loss. It's going to be a loss of two on the play. It's going to bring up second and twelve. Yeah, nobody was fooled on that play. Had about four or five hilltoppers in the backfield. Yeah, and again, I love the the beef that you were pulling around that end with Cannon Johnson, but just uh, they had speed coming off the edge. Got about seven or eight guys in the box. Cannon Johnson, Jax Kirby's going to spread out wide in this formation. They're going to stack Gage to the left side of this formation. No receivers to the left. Noah in the back, in the right hip pocket. Clemmer takes the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Noah. A little stutter step. He gets through the initial defense. He's going to get across midfield, and they're going to say he gets down to the Hilltopper 49-yard line. So that erases the loss, and now it's going to set up third and short. It's going to be third and three, Ben. He made a nice cut around the 48-yard line, and then Ryland Jordan finally takes him down. So here at Science Hill High School on third down, they do a very Tennessee-esque thing where they, they yell third down, and then the whole stadium stomps their feet. I ain't going to lie. If this wasn't the new side, I'd be nervous. It feels like football and sounds like football, doesn't it, Wayne? Well, let's hope we, we're about to show some football. As third and three upcoming... And Clemmer in shotgun. He's going to take the snap. Hands to Noah Vaughn. Noah goes straight ahead forward. Backs his way. Does he get the first down? He gets it more, Ben, as he's going to get across the 45 down to the 42-yard line. That's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. What I like about that play is Blake Heckman holds Noah Vaughn and is dragging him for additional (laughs) yardage. Yeah, I'm not sure that that's legal at all levels, but we're going to call it legal right here tonight. But uh, what I loved is, is Noah Vaughn at the line to gain was stopped for, for forward progress. He turns his back and just starts grinding those feet for a couple extra yards. But Clemmer's going to go under center, really stacked up jumbo set here to the right, and he's going to take the snap. A little pitch play. No, he's going to keep it, wanting to throw, going to dump it downfield. Got Gillen, one-handed catch, and he makes it, Ben. It is going to be caught, one-handed OBJ-style catch at the Hilltopper 21-yard line. I'd like to see that play call again. They had the jumbo formation. Gage Ledoux goes out wow. in the flat. They fake the toss, and there's DJ. He does a quick slant, wide open. Nobody's on him. Well, I don't know if we should do it, but dun 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 DJ Gillen's just rocked it right there. All he had was the five digits he could put up there, and that's what caught the football. Great play by DJ. Good throw by Matthew Clemmer. Yeah, I doubt he cut his fingernails this week. <laughs> well, we just found out. Uh, Clemmer's going to stay in shotgun, going to stack in Eli Elkins. They're going to hand off. That's going to get to Gage Ledoux. He's just going to push the pile to the right-hand side, pick up a few, going to pick up a couple. They're going to say he gets to the 20-yard line. No, down to the 19, and that's where he's going to stop there. So it's going to be second down. It's going to be second down and about seven. Gage just running in between the hash marks. He had to rely on some safety help there to – Make the tackle. I'm appreciative. They gave him the 18, so it's going to be second down six. They're going to go left or right here. Clemmer steps out into shotgun. He's going to have Noah to his left hip pocket. He's going to drop out in the flat. Clemmer's wanting to throw. He's got Zeke McCoy across the middle, hits his hands, and falls incomplete. Great throw by uh, Matthew Clemmer. Uh, probably good defense to hit on the point of contact there by Science Hill. Just knocked the ball loose. That would have been another six points. Yeah, it was a well-run post route. The safety wasn't there. Just good coverage by the corner. Uh, that's uh, number two, Stephen Famoyan. That's going to bring up third down as, as they're deep inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. 
as they are uh, trying to put another six on the score after the shocking score by Science Hill to open the half. Clemmer's going to take the shotgun snap, a three-step drop, tries to get it over in the flat. He gets it to McCoy, and McCoy just sits down right about the five-yard line. That's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down and first in goal, Red Rebels. He's running my two favorite routes, the post, and then he runs the little out route. Well, right now, there's three people in the running for the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Matthew Clemmer, Zeke McCoy. And Jason Manneker, those three people really have uh, have put in the work here tonight to put the score where it's at. Clemmer's going to go under center. Got a little twin back set. They're going to give it to Noah Vaughn behind Gage Ledoux. Noah's going to push the pile. Does he get in? They're going to say no down at the one-yard line. It's going to be about gonna be about a three-yard pickup. It was first and goal from the four. And then it's going to be second and goal from the one. Clemmer under center, going to keep the same formation, same handoff. Noah Vaughn's going to go left. He's going to stutter off the tackle, and it is going to be touchdown, Rebels. Noah Vaughn. Let's just throw more brush in the fire, Wayne. Well, Noah Vaughn, Mr. Reliable. You talk about a a one-two punch. When Gage Ledoux clears the hole, Noah Vaughn doesn't have to do a lot. Uh, so he just walks into the end zone. I won't say untouched because I think they touched his shoelaces, but it is a touchdown rebel, and the Denzo scoreboard bin has just changed. Yeah, I think those last two plays were the exact same, like a counter play up the left side there. Corbin Price will attempt the PAT. Dunford to hold. Price to attempt. The kick is up, and the kick is good, Ben. And the Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 28. The homestanding hilltoppers of Science Hill 7. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Denzo Manufacturing in Maryville hopes you're cheering on your team. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at $18 an hour depending on shift. And a high school diploma is no longer required. That's right. A high school diploma is no longer required. So join the team today. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at DensoCareers.com slash Get in the game, join the Denso team, and start crafting your future today. Welcome back to Science Hill High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. That last drive, 11 plays, 76 yards, 4 minutes, 20 seconds, time of possession for the Rebels' touchdown. It's going to kick off to Preston Trenum. will kick off to Science Hill. They're going to get some room. And Ben, the turf monster, is what ripped him down at the 35-yard line. They're going to say he jumped out to the 38. But that's uh, that was a play that had a lot of green grass in front of him. And that's... Uh, that's a win for the Rebels. Yeah, if it wasn't for Emmett Watson's cleats, he may have had some bigger yardage, maybe even a score. Yeah, and I don't know if that's trying to kick it into the next gear and he just kind of lost his footing. But, yeah, just a open field and just, just lost his footing. But it's going to be Swartz in the backfield. Wanted the hard count. No, that's going to be Moon. He's got a little – he gets in there at the Wildcat a lot. It's the same formation, Mr. Main says, that uh, the big 64-yard rip came from. And looks like uh, 
It's going to be a little give and go. Last time they get five yards from the Rebels, this time they give us five. So uh, it's going to be first down 15 from the Hilltoppers. I love it, Brandon Husky pointing the finger at him, and he wins the argument. <laughs> oh, well, here's the thing. They, they know that they're in trouble when they do it, so they want to know that they're in trouble when they don't do it. Right. <laughs> All right. So it looks like they're going to keep the same formation, going to be Moon. And he's going to have Chester to his right hip pocket. They're going to hand it. No, he's going to keep it himself. He tries to go right, and they snuffed it out that time. He's going to pick up a couple, and it's going to bring up, I think it's going to be second down and 12. Tried to do a decoy there with Javin Chester going to the left side and then running up in between the hash marks. Uh, nobody was fooled, Wayne. Under seven to play here in the third quarter, and they're going to pick up a three, they say, and it's going to be second down 12 to go. And keep that same formation. I think you go back to the well if it works for you. And and Moon gets the uh, and Moon gets the uh, the signal. Wants the hard count, doesn't get it. And then he looks to the sideline. He's going to get the high snap. He's going to actually give the handoff to Chester. And no one's fooled as Peyton Cooper rips him down in the backfield. They're going to say, I think that's a one yard loss on the play. I like these guys. They give you the full length of the football. It just, unfortunately, it's going to be no gain. But uh, they went into a nickel package, put five guys on the line of scrimmage. That really opened up the lane for Peyton Cooper to make that tackle. Well, and I like how the defense is playing the, the pitch, and he's also playing the keeper because Peyton's assignment was to stay with Chester. When he got the football, he just got upfield. Yeah, and Caleb Graham goes, ooh, I'm a nose guard. Two receivers to the right. Schwartz back in the football game. Look for the pass. He rolls the pocket to the right. Now he's going to uncork it, and it is going to go into the Maryville sideline, out of bounds, out of trouble, and fall incomplete. That's going to bring up fourth down. Uh, deep in their own territory, Science Hill's got to punt this one away. Peyton Cooper on the hunt. Throw the ball away, Wayne. Well, that's quick adjustments. They come right back to uh, Moon, Tyler Moon, to try to do the same thing that worked there to open the third quarter. Nothing doing there on the second drive. Pump formation. I believe that's 83 again. 25. Close. 25. Easton Miller is going to punt that one away, and we are going to stay away from it. A shanked punt uh, will come to rest at the Hilltopper 48-yard line, Ben. Uh, I'm no, I'm no Ken Maine, but that's about an 18-yard punt. I'll take that check to the bank and cash it. Yeah, take that back. It was 18 from where he stood. It was 12 from the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I mean, you can. Wow, that's basically a blocked punt. He's going to come back to the line of scrimmage. Clemmer quickly brings the troops out. He'll kick two receivers to the right, to the left. He's going to have Noah to his right hip pocket. He'll take the shotgun snap, quickly give it to Noah Vaughn. He knows where to go. He's going to go left and pushes the pile straight ahead. He's still running. He gets to the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10. He's still going, and they're going to push him out of bounds near the 10-yard line. Ben, he was down twice, and he still ain't down. Have a day, Noah. Everybody got hands on him, and he just stayed up and ran down the sideline for some big yardage. I thought he was going to hit Chris Hips. He's standing down there at the 10-yard line. But Noah Vaughn, they're going to say he got out at the 15-yard line. But Noah Vaughn was tackled at the 30, at the 27, and then probably a couple more times pushed out of bounds after a 34-yard pickup. Some linemen coming off the field for the Hilltoppers. Maryville into the Huddleston Law Firm red zone, again looking for their fifth. Uh, El Hemador touchdown of the night. Limerick takes the shotgun snap, quickly throws out in the flat to Gillens. He scoops it off the ground, going to try to get wide. He picks up the football, gets a little bit forward. He dances around for a little bit, 
Picks up a couple. Yeah, Dumford had a tough assignment on that one. He had three receivers to, or three corners to block. Yeah, really a, a lot of defenders on the wide side of the field. We choose to go that direction and give give some kudos to Gillens as uh, he gets away from the defenders initially. Picks up a couple. It's going to be second down, eight to go. They're going to say a long eight, short nine. And uh, they're looking to the sideline to get the play. Looks like Gage Ledoux will be in the backfield with Clemmer. And they'll kick out wide Elkins, Gillens, and Dunford. It looks like Jax Kirby will be the lone rod receiver to the right. Watch the middle of the field here, Wayne. Yeah, they're going to move Elkins in to block. And there's going to be a flag on the play, but the play continues to go. And Clemmer's just going to throw this one out of the back of the end zone. Incomplete. And let's see what the laundry is. Was this free play offsides? Ken Main says two people moving at the same time. So maybe maybe going the wrong way here. It's like check in, check out. They're going to check out Dunford, and they're going to check in Noah Vaughn and Cannon Johnson. So it's going to go against the Rebels. It's going to still be second down. It's just going to be a lot longer. Second down, about 14 to go. Yeah, it's an illegal shift on that one, Wayne. As Ken said, two people moving. Three to the left, one to the right. Going to put no into motion. Looks like Clemmer's going to try to throw it into the end zone, and it is going to go in and out of hands of the Hilltoppers defender intended for, that was intended for Cannon Johnson, and it's going to go incomplete third and 14. Yeah, post route, he was there, just threw behind the receiver. Yeah, and good play by Science Hill to knock that football down uh, because it uh, looked like Cannon was still trying to play the football after the tip. If you're going to miss, miss high. Clemmer will have Noah Vaughn to his left hip pocket. He'll have Gage Ledoux, Jax Kirby out wide left, and have Cannon Johnson, Caleb Dunford to his right. Standing shotgun, he takes the snap. little one-step drop, jailhouse break. Clemmer clears it. Can he get rid of it? Get rid of it, and he's going to throw it. And it's going to be out of bounds, but intended for Cannon Johnson. It's going to go out of bounds, but looks like there's going to be laundry on the field. The way that play broke down, Ben, uh, that's that seems to be a hold. Yeah, Gage Ledoux was open in the flat, but they brought the house. They brought Matthew Marsh. Yeah, I think they're going to say, is that illegal man downfield? Because he, he patted his hat. Hey, look at me. Look at me, I got it. I don't know where it's at on our sheet, but that's what the guy said on the PA. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be fourth down. Uh, where the football is, we're going to get another Corbin Price attempt. Uh, they're going to tee this one up at the uh, 26-yard line, so a 36-yard attempt. 36-yard attempt from the right hash as we move left to right here on, on Steve Spurrier Field. Dunford to hold. The snap is good. The hold is down, and the kick is up, and the kick is no good. Wide left, wide left, very left. As, uh, you know, not sure, can't see the hold, but uh, looks like he just got way under it. Kick went very high and went very, very left. So the kick is no good, and so the Hilltoppers turn back the Rebels. So, again, a little bit of moment, momentum creeping back toward the home team. Yeah, and it was hard to tell if Baylor necessary got uh, a hand on that football. Yeah, I don't I don't know that anybody, it just looked like it went wide left. And uh, Hilltoppers will quickly get back to the line of scrimmage. And uh, with 4.06 to go here in the third, sees a touch of momentum. They're going to tuck it for Moon, and Moon is going to go around the left end. Again, just a jitterbug. 
as he is going to fall at his own uh, 25-yard line and push ahead. Well, they're going to say he was down at the 25, so a pickup of five there on first down. Dr. Jones says he chose poorly. <laughs> well, uh, Dr. Jones was the one that had to make that play. So uh, Moon, is a he's a shifty guy, and really he doesn't worry about where the hit's going to come from. He just gets upfield. It's like he goes right into that third gear, Wayne. Looks like Schwartz is going to come into the football game, watch the throw, uh, and then they're going to have Chester to his right hip pocket. One receiver to the left, one to the right. They're going to move Moon across the formation. Now it's going to be Schwartz that calls his own number, not near the shiftiness, as he's going to get across the 25. They're going to call him down at the 26, 26 26-yard line. Pickup of one by the quarterback keeper. It's going to be third and three. Nice rip, 56. Go get you something to eat. Yeah, they give him two on that play, Ben. That's probably a long one. But, yeah, Brandon Husky uh, on the tackle there. Just rips off his block and throws him to the turf. Huge third down here for the Hilltoppers, but also for this Rebel defense. Can they turn them back? And it is going to be Moon in the uh, in the quarterback slot. I don't know if you call that a Wildcat as much as he plays it, man. It's tame now. Had some movement, but no call. Moon's going to back into shotgun. He's going to fake the handoff. No, he gives it to Chester. Chester's going to get wide. Does he get the first down? He does. He gets across the 30-yard line up to the 32-yard line, and Laundry comes out. Afraid that's going to be a late hit out of bounds. Yeah, it might be on Hutton Jones. It's going to be personal foul face mask against the Red Rebels. Out of bounds either way, and uh, that's going to tack on to, uh, to this gainer. And uh, Science Hill continues to move the football. This one uh, already a first down, but now it's going to be a lot longer. Two minutes, 32 seconds to go here in the third quarter of play. Maribel leads 28-7. to seven. A lot of uh, good defense that held Science Hill scoreless in the first half. They quickly rip off a 64-yard run to open the second half uh, to kind of change that tune. Maryville has scored here in the second half. So, again, in the second half, seven for the Rebels, seven for the Hilltoppers. Moon's going to change the play at the line of scrimmage, step back in uh, to the shotgun formation. He'll have Chester to his left hip pocket. He's going to take the shotgun snap. Thought he was going to be on his right. Now he's going to have to tuck it and go, and he is going to be met and dropped after a short pickup. I think that was by Maddox Stott. That's right. Maddox Stott on the hit right in between the hash marks. Number 71, that's a big body. I can see those numbers from anywhere. So just looking over Ken Main's shoulder, going into halftime, we had one penalty for 15 yards, and now we're up to four penalties for 40 yards. So added three penalties here in the third quarter. That's going to be two personal fouls and two two pre-snap or two movement penalties. That's how we got to 40. It'll be Moon there in shotgun formation. He's going to hand to Chester again. He's going to go to the left side of the formation, try to back his way into more yardage. Nothing really doing. He's going to pick up a few. He's going to bring up third and four. Brandon Husky makes the hit there, and he's got the old jersey slung over the pad. Needs some help from his guys. Yeah, nobody held that. Minute 34 seconds to go here in the third. Rebels lead 28-7 to as the Hilltoppers move right to left. It's going to be Moon back into shotgun. They're going to stack up their tight end. He's going to roll the pocket to the right. Now he's going to pick it up and run with it, and they're going to meet him in at the line of scrimmage and drive him back. They're going to say no gain. It's going to be a big fourth down here. Cooper and company on the tackle. It's literally at the Maribel 49-yard line midfield. 
nearing the end of the third quarter, Ben, at what time do you do you push the red button and go for it on fourth down? You go. You got to go. Looks like Schwartz is staying in there, so it's either a hard count and then go to the punt, or they're gonna they're pushing the red button right now. I love a good gang tackle, don't you? Well, let's see if we can get another one. It's going to be fourth down, five yards to go. Maryville will uh, kind of play their base defense. I think that, uh, let's see if that's a timeout. That's going to be a timeout, Science Hill. They're going to think about it. I think they come in to punt. They may push uh, and try to go for it on fourth. But let's take a lead, Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke, you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And with 40 seconds to go here in the third, Ben, Rebels lead 28-7. to Science Hill, a big decision here. And looks like they're going to send the offense back on onto the field. Schwartz will be the quarterback. Chester, the running back. And looks like Moon's out at receiver. I don't, I don't uh, discount his option there. Looks like Schwartz is going to look right. Going to try to flip it to Chester. Chester incomplete. It's going to go in and out of the hands of the running back. And that's going to be a turnover. And the defense has stood up yet again. And the offense of the Rebels will head back out. Huge play there by that defense. Really just saying, when you're ready to go, we're already there. Chester tried to get upfield before he made the catch, and really there was a host of Rebels already in his face. Yeah, alligator arms on that play. Brandon Husky and Cannon Johnson over there to make the hit. Can't catch football. Yeah, and, and really I, I thought they, they schemed that fairly well. Everybody in the in the place, including this homestand, thought Moon was the target, and when they flipped that dump pass to Chester, I thought we were in trouble. But uh, Rebels will both go back on offense. They'll set up shop at their own 49-yard line. They'll actually they'll will scrimmage on the Science Hill logo in midfield. Clemmer will be in shotgun formation. He'll take the snap. He's going to hand off to Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn's going to back his way down, going to pick up six on the play. A nice gainer there just straight ahead, right off maybe, maybe uh, Cal Grubb's left side. But I'd say you could get that off the left or the right. Doing a little downhill running. Baylor necessary, the sophomore on the tackle. As Maryville will go to the sideline, that tells me they're going to let this third quarter come to an end. Ten seconds and counting, but we'll go ahead and take a break. Listen to another great sponsor. When we come back, fourth quarter action here from Johnson City, Science Hill High School, where your Rebels lead 28-7. to You're listening to Rebel Radio. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials, Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends, or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 10.30. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 65681-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. 
Welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, Ben, uh, as you look at the stat sheet uh, provided by Ken Main, third quarter stats, Maryville still continuing to control this thing. Yeah, total offense for Maryville, 317 yards to the 154 for the Hilltoppers. 131 rushing yardage, yardage for Maryville, 186 passing yardage for the Red Rebels compared to 136 rushes for the Hilltoppers and 18 passing yards for the Hilltoppers. Yeah, cutting the balance act uh, in place uh, as they continue to close that gap rushing to passing. Clemmer will come back out. They'll now progress uh, right to left, and he'll take the shotgun snap. He hands it to his back. That's going to be Noah Vaughn. He's getting wide. He's getting loose. He gets down across the 40, across the 35, and he will be wrangled down at the Rebel 32-yard line. It'll be a Dwight Price, a realty executive's first down. Nice cutback, uh, number two for the Hilltopper, Stephen Famoyan, in there on the tackle. And it looks like the Hilltoppers are trying to keep them very active there. Yeah, it's a Hilltoppers 32-yard line. Rebels looking for another big red score. 11.33 to go, 28-7 Rebels. Just joining us, uh, scored in each of these quarters. Uh, Clemmer's going to take, give the handoff, and he's going to push the pile. It's going to be trying to see who got that run. I think that's going to be Price Davis. Baylor necessary in on the tackle, number six. Oh, I'm sorry, that was Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn carried that football. It's going to be a two-yard pickup. It'll be second down eight. Coming into the fourth quarter, Noah Vaughn, 18 runs, 117 yards, two touchdowns, 34 yards his longest. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have to move. We're going to have to add an extra digit to his stat line very shortly. Clemmer's looking to the sideline. He will make an adjustment. He'll move uh, Noah Vaughn to his left hip pocket. Two receivers to the right. Now they're going to hand it to Noah, and he's going to try to get loose from the Science Hill to Hilltoppers, and he won't be able to do it. He gets back maybe to the original or to the line of scrimmage, and it's going to bring up third down and eight. Devin Medina in on the tackle. Well, that was a that was a Science Hill said you're going to beat us another way. It won't be with number zero, and, and Noah's going to check out of the football game. And looks like they're going to check in. Looks like they're going to check in Eli Elkins, and they'll move Gage Ledoux uh, to the running back position. Matthew Clemmer coming into this quarter, 20 for 28, 186 yards, two touchdowns. Well more command here this week than we've seen in previous weeks. Clemmer with the football, three-step drop. He's looking to the left, rolling the pocket to the left. Now he's just going to pitch it to no, to Gage Ledoux. Gage is going to get it and quickly get upfield, and he's going to fight some hilltoppers, and he's going to get inside the topper 25-yard line before he's wrestled out of bounds. That was a nice play by Gage. All of that, uh, it was thrown behind the line of scrimmage, and he just races his way to get some positive yardage. It's going to bring up fourth and one. They're going to stay, keep the offense on the field. I like it. Put the pedal down. Yeah, Hilltopper coaches and fans were looking for the hold on Alex Boyd on that play. No call. I like it. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. They're going to have Gage to his left hip pocket. Hard count. Do they get the toppers? And they do. Yeah, good job by Clemmer. He's going to step back, give the high five to Gage Ledoux. And they're going to move, move those chains. Yeah, I think it was number 42, Devin Medina, who made the jump. Looks like they're going to check in. Uh, they're going to check in Price Davis. See who he checks out. They're going to check out Zeke McCoy. I like this set. You've got Gage Ledoux, Price Davis uh, in the backfield. You're going to have Cannon Johnson, DJ Gillins to the right. 
Now the adjustment's going to bring them in tight. Price Davis, 18 runs this season, 148 yards, two touchdowns. Interesting, interesting. So it looks like they're going to have Price straight away. Clemmer's going to go under center. Cannon Johnson in motion left to right. They're going to fake it to Price Davis. Now he's going to look to chuck it to Gage Ledoux. Gage with the football at the 15 and falls ahead forward down to the topper 13-yard line. It's going to be a nice pickup there on first down. It's going to be second down, four to go. Just refusing to go down in the flat. And how about the sportsmanship gets up and gives a pat to Stephen Famowin, who made the tackle, number two for the Hilltoppers. Yeah, these are two teams that of the eight times they've played, respectful would be a word that I, I would use in this rivalry. It'll be Price Davis checking out. Looks like Zeke McCoy checks back in. Clemmer looks to the sideline as we are now under uh, near eight and a half to play here in this one. Fourth quarter action, your Rebels lead 28-7. to seven. Clemmer's going to take the snap. He hands it to Gage Ledoux. He's going to try to get wide. He gets to the five, pushes the pile. Can he get to the end zone? And they're going to say he has stopped forward progress at the three-yard line. Still don't know if they got him down. Yeah, Kendall Bumpus grabbed onto his shoe and drug him for a couple yards. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be down at the, the Hilltopper three-yard line. It will be first and goal, Red Rebels. Uh, that is a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone looking for an El Himidor touchdown. They're going to break the huddle, quickly get into a stack set. Going to have Gage Ledoux to his left hip pocket. Two receivers to the right, none to the left. Quickly give it to Gage. He's going to stutter step, push the pile. He gets into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels! Have you a game, Gage? Gage has had a really good game in a lot of different facets, but finally gets on the scoreboard. And uh, he gets a touchdown there to make the new Denzo scoreboard read. Your Rebels 34, the homestanding Hilltoppers 7. Uh, and Corbin Price will attempt the PAT. Jumbo package, and he just follows Eli Elkins into the end zone. Well, what I like is, is he does that little stutter step that makes the defenders kind of change their angle, and then he just turns back on the gas and then gets into the end zone. Corbin Price kick is up. And the kick is true, and the Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 35, the homestanding Hilltoppers 7. That was an eight-play, 51-yard, 4-minute, 45-second time of possession drive that ended in seven big points. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston lawfirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And uh, Ben, let's kick it down to our sideline reporter, Mr. Chris Hibbs. Chris, uh, a good answer by the Rebels as they tack on seven more. Yes, sir, fellas. That was a great run there by Gage Ledoux. I think he took a big hit to play before and then, of course, uh, returned the favor on the touchdown run. 
Yeah, great play by Gage Ledoux. And look to close this one out as we're now under eight to play. It's going to be Trenum to kick this one away. It will be returnable, and a run-up in return will be the Hilltoppers. They'll quickly get to their own 30-yard line, and they're going to call him down at the 31, and that's where the Hilltoppers will set up shop. What I really like about how we responded, the start of that third quarter, Tyler Moon has that 64-yard touchdown run. We come out, we don't, we, we get punched in the mouth, right, Wayne, and we, we respond. Yeah, this was a night where, where this defense, that when that hit happened, they rubbed their Flip, they look ready to go again and got right back out there, snapping clear mentality, and uh, just went back to work. No Band-Aid needed. Hilltoppers. Uh, well, they've been tasting blood all night as they've uh, really been all over it. Uh, but the Hilltoppers going left to right. going to be Schwartz with the handoff. They're going to get it to Chester, and Chester's going to get it across the 35, out to the 36. So that's going to be a pickup of five there on first down, and uh, it'll bring up second and five for the Hilltoppers. Tackle by number 71, Maddox Stott, right there on the hash mark. 7.22 uh, to go. Apologies, that uh, that pile, that carry was by Tyler Moon. Schwartz is going to give the handoff this time to Chester. I know that's going to be number one, Micah Dukes, and it is going to push the pile. They say they knocked the football loose, and the, the refs agree with them. Turnover. The defense has stolen one away, and it will be first down Rebels. Huge play backbreaker here in the fourth quarter it looked like jacob richie rich richmond made the strip there wayne well he's rich now he's got a he's got an extra football in his hands as they quickly get off the field and uh, matt clemmer in this offense back out to do it again 35 to 7 the advantage one more score and this clock will not stop let's go lay off the clutch and lean on the gas yeah right or as uh if you've ever had a four-cylinder five-speed dump the clutch if you don't, if you know, you know. It's one of those things. But they're going to have a small huddle. They'll break that. Uh, Clemmer quickly uh, gets back out there. He's going to have Gage Ledoux to his left hip pocket. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. He's going to fake the handoff to Gage. Wants to throw it. Now he's going to pull it down, call his own number. Pushes the Hilltoppers ahead forward. And he's going to get down to the Hilltopper 35-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of five there on first down. Quarterback keeper, Clemmer, continues to inject that name into the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Yeah, and for the Hilltoppers, number 42, Devin Medina on the tackle. He has played with intensity the whole night, so compliments out to that young man. Well, and the Hilltoppers haven't blinked either. Uh, they've, they've really played a, a good game, trying to work their tails off to get upfield, just honestly. A lot of options and really good execution tonight for the Rebels. It's going to be Clemmer. He will change the play at the line of scrimmage. Gage Ledoux will be the back now. Looks like maybe Noah's night is done. It's going to be a shotgun snap. Hands it to Gage Ledoux across the 30-yard line, across the 25. He's spinning. He's driving. He's going. And he's still moving, Ben. He's inside the 15. And they're going to say he's down at the 15, Ben. He was tackled at the 22. And what, what's, what is that man doing? And to quote Hippie, not one, not two, not three, but four or five little hilltoppers had to bring him down, right? <laughs> that's a good one. That is a that's one that'll live in infamy. It happened up here in Johnson City the last time. I did it. But uh, but yeah, Gage Ledoux taking out some frustration there. Uh, again, I think Gage likes to carry the football, uh, and, and really his role has shifted the last couple of games. But now, late in this one, when his opportunity is showing up, he's showing out. Clemmer's going to take the shotgun snap, hands it again. It's going to be Gage Ledoux, a little shoestring. Is that going to be one or seven? We're going to say that was Price Davis. Let's see. Let's see who gets out of the pile. 
What a weapon That's for going to be Price Davis. That's correct. Gage Ledoux, what a weapon for an offensive coordinator, Wayne. You can use them blocking. You can use them in the in, in a passing scheme. You can use them, you know, in the flat. Well, and he's just a great kid, coachable, as Coach Hunt's talked about all all year. Uh, tomorrow morning, he'll be watching his little brother play for the Little Rebs. He's just a great kid. Uh, as Clemmer is going to stay in shotgun, two receivers to the left. And he's going to move Price Davis, and now it's going to be a throw, and then it's going to be caught in stride. Who is that? Jax Kirby. Put some tags on him, Ben, because he's running away with it. Touchdown, Rebels. Love that play. That was a great throw by Matt Clemmer. Wow. I mean, it's on a rope. I'm I've speechless. got Ben speechless. You know how hard you got to work to do <laughs> to do that? Oh, Lord. But uh, Corbin Price will attempt the PAT, Dunsford to hold, and, and, and Ben, that was a nice throw. Good yeah. route, just a great play call. Yeah, no safety help and just does a nice post route to make a catch. Corbin Price's kick is up and good, and your new score, the Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 42. The Hilltoppers of Science Hill High School 7. You're listening to Rebel Radio. That was a four-play, 40-yard, two-minute, three-second time of possession. We'll be right back. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online. Smaxes.com. That's S M A X E S.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Welcome back to Rebel Radio, fourth quarter action. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Matz. We are under five to play in this one, and your Rebels have this clock a-moving. 42-7, to seven, more than 30-point advantage. And so uh, timeouts and injuries, the only thing to stop it from here. Yeah, and how about Matthew Clemmer? 23 for 31, 213 yards, three touchdowns, and he's spreading out the football to so many receivers. Yeah, he's got six receivers with double-digit yardage. I think that's huge. Like uh, looks like there's going to be a penalty against Science Hill, so we will kick this one away from their their 45-yard line. Uh, so don't expect a return here. Trenum walks this one off, and he'll kick it away. And and yeah, it's going to hit the what I would assume is where the shot put sits. But it is going to be uh, it's going to be first down Science Hill. They'll bring it out to their own 20-yard line. Uh, and really, I think this is. Uh, you know, I think they, they, they need to think through, uh, you know, getting some people some playing time, working some things out. But ultimately, uh, this clock won't stop from here. Number 41, Royal Curtis in the ball game. Looks like number 89, David Crawford in the game for Maribel. I think we've got, uh, I think we've got a 15 sighting, an Eli Cobble sighting. Going to have a new quarterback, number 16 for Science Hill. That's going to be Spencer Taylor. And he is going to take a little two-step drop, deliver it in the flat, and they're going to get up field. They're going to get some yardage out of this one, 40, 45, 50, and he's going to cut back across field, and he will get, not get tackled until he's into Rebel territory. He'll get down to the 44-yard line of Maribel, 
That's a nice rip there for the backup quarterback. Royal Curtis comes up hobbling. He had to run all the way across the field to make that tackle. Clock will continue to move. We're now under 345 to play. Number 16, Taylor's going to have three receivers to the right for Science Hills. They go left to right. It's going to be a handoff. That's going to go, I believe, to number 10. I don't see a number 10 on their roster. Let's see who they handed it to. Number 24, Matthew Covert in on the tackle. So that's going to be Chester with the carry. Now they're going to check Moon into the football game. Looks like he's going to be a receiver. That's what he's listed as on the roster, but he's played more quarterback tonight than receiver. Number 76, Bryce Goins in on the line. A lot of Rebels going to get some minutes here late in Johnson City. They're going to hand it off to Chester. Chester's going to split the defenders there on the left side, and he's going to push the pile forward, get the Hilltopper first down. And uh, they'll reset it here. Under three to play. Clock continues to tick. I think the, the objective here, Ben, is to uh, is to not let them score, but to keep uh, keep this clock moving. Again, timeouts or injuries is the only thing that's going to stop it. Yeah, corner's giving a lot of cushion. Try not to give up the big play. And it looks like 16's going to take the snap. He's going to deliver it to Moon. Moon's going to get wide. Big hold and no call. But Moon's going to get inside the the fifth or inside the 25-yard line down to the 21. And that's going to be another first down signs hill. Moon's a Moon's a quick player. And again, with some with some second guys and, and some some young kids into the football game, uh, he's he's going to look faster. Boy number 52, Jack Carter going on the hunt and making a nice tackle on the hash mark there. Yeah, Jack Carter's got a bright future in this defense. I, I think he's going to be a headhunter for a long time. I like his intensity. Under two to play, 42-7 to seven your score. If you're just joining us, a lot of offense and a lot of good defense. And it looks like Royal Curtis had it in his hands, and it is going to go in. It's going to be deflected into the hands of the Hilltopper number 14. That's going to be Emmett Watson, the junior, and it's going to be a touchdown Hilltoppers, and the Denzo scoreboard, Ben, has changed. Now 42 to 13 pending PAT. Probably the bigger deal, Ben, is is that uh, that puts regular clock rules back into play. That was a 10-yard post route. Royal Curtis had good coverage on him. It was just a, it just went right. It was a contested pass, but came down with the football. Yeah, it was just one of those deals. Closed the hands and it just slid right through his and into the hilltoppers. So uh, it looks like they will attempt the PAT. It is up. It is good, and the new score on the Denzo scoreboard, 42 for the Rebels, 14 for the homestanding Hilltoppers. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5. Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Uh, both these teams uh, really working hard to make it hard for us to pick our Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. 
But uh, Science Hill will kick this one away. It will be returnable, and it will be fair caught at the Rebel 20-yard line, and that's where they'll set up prob- probable uh, last drive of this matchup, a minute and 44 seconds to go, Ben. Yeah, just to compliment Emmett Watson on the catch and then also compliment Royal Curtis on the coverage, there was no safety help, so that's a one-on-one play. Uh, it's it's a play where both both the receiver and the corner have their hands on the ball. They're jockeying for it, and and uh, Mr. Watson came down, made a nice catch. Yeah, both of them juniors, so it was pretty matched up coverage and receiver. And uh, you know, again, just uh, you play that ten times. Uh, I'm not sure that it's not five and five interception to touchdowns. Uh, but it's going to be the Rebels. They're going to hand it off. And uh, looks like uh, it's going to be number 16, Cobble, into the football game to finish this one out. Casey Cobble will get some snaps, and they're going to hand this one off. They're going to go off right guard, trying to get the who carried that one. I think it was Price Davis, and they're going to say no gain on the play. Yeah, you got seven guys in the box. I call that a courage run. You just drop your shoulders and try to get as much as you can. Looks like there's a hilltopper down on the play. They're quickly getting the uh, the the medical staff out on the field. He he looks to be in in good amount of pain. So let's uh, let's take a break uh, while they they attend to him. Wish him all the best, and uh, we'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600. Or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the Quality you deserve. Got a paint project, but your life is crazy busy? Let Keith Lane of Painter One Knoxville do it for you. Painter One is your first choice for all your painting needs. Paint really does have a powerful impact on mood, perception, and emotion. A warm, vibrant interior or reinvigorating outside walls? Trust Painter One. Exceptional customer service and communication. Two-year warranty and more. Renew your space. Renew your life with Painter One Knoxville. Online at PainterOne.com. Painter One is a proud sponsor of Maribel high school football welcome back to science hill high school i'm wayne kaiser alongside ben match you're listening to rebel radio uh, matthew marsh for science hill uh he is the one that that uh came up uh, injured there on that one they did help him off uh looks to be a, a leg injury of of some kind uh, but d- could not get off on his own power so we'll uh we do wish him the best. Again, really good player, a junior, and uh, he's played well tonight. Uh, so don't we don't want anything bad to happen for him. He's still got a lot of season left to play. But Cobble's going to keep that one on the ensuing play. He's going to pick up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, and the next snap will happen on the Rebel 31-yard line. He's going to snap it. He's going to hand it to Price Davis. Price is going to he's going to peel the pile, and he's going to get up near the 40-yard line. They're going to call him down. They're going to say down at the 38. Well, it looks like. So one ref was standing at the 38, one was standing at the 37, and one standing at the 36. Yeah, at the tail end of that run, he thrusted forward. Looked like he got two additional yards, yards, but I don't think they're going to give it to him. Yeah, I'm going to say they split the difference. Uh, the guy the guy holding the football is on the 37. We'll go with that. 
And it looks like they're just going to let this one salt away as the clock is counting down from 10. Uh, the score is going to hit. It's going to be 42 for the Rebels, 14 for the Hilltoppers. A nice game for the Rebels on both sides of the football. And they'll head back to Blunt County with one more win on the left-hand column. We're going to take a break, listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, it's going to be the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show right here from Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executives, and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. The Dwight Price Group. Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group. The right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. This is Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage in Maryville. Folks, you shop for tires, TVs, washing machines, and cell phones. Why not shop your mortgage? Volunteer Home Mortgage has multiple lenders to compare rates and terms for the best possible deal for your needs. That's one-stop shopping. Call me and see how brokers are better. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, 865-238-7500, or text VOLUNTEER to 33655. NMLS number 1641325. Whoa, Nelly! 48 minutes never look so good. This one will hit the record books as a big Red Rebel victory. Now, it's time to recap tonight's win on the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show. A full game recap, final stats, and updates from games around the area. Oh, yeah, and naming the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. I know who gets my vote. Welcome in to the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and uh, Ben is heading down to get with our Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Road game's a little different, uh, so going to roll solo here in the postgame show to open up. Uh, but, again, just want to talk about how clean of a football game we had here with the Rebels. Hilltoppers doing their thing, uh, but ultimately uh, want to uh, to make sure that uh, that – you know, we get uh, them back on the bus and back to Maryville as soon as we can. Uh, but uh, we're going to quickly uh, jump down quickly to Mr. Hips. Hips, uh, again, we've got a lot to, to unpack here in the post game show, but uh, good game by the Rebels. 
Yes, incredible game tonight. I mean, what more could you ask for? Great defensive effort, great offensive effort. Uh, everybody played a big key. I mean, what more can you ask going into another tough matchup next weekend? Yeah, I think each week from here on out, as we've got a lot of region games to be played uh, here in the back half of this schedule, uh, you, you need a confidence booster like tonight, a good, clean football game. Uh, ben is headed your way uh, with the uh, player of the game stuff, but uh, we'll kind of hold on who that candidate is. But I, I got a good feeling I know where your vote's going. Yes, sir. I think we are both in the right area on that one. Absolutely. Thanks, Chris, as always. We'll be back in just a second with you. Uh, but, uh, but again, uh, Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game could win, could have went defensive, could have went offensive, but ultimately, uh, we'll see after this next break how it shakes out. But a little bit of scores of interest from around the area. Uh, Tennessee High is up 34 to 7 on Abington. Uh, so that's a score locally up here. Uh, Cumberland Gap all over Lynn Camp. That's a Kentucky school, 60 to 6. Greenville, uh, is a fourth quarter lead over Dobbins Bennett, 21 to 14. Uh, it's going to be Cock County trailing Morristown West, 48 to 12. West Green, a third quarter score uh, on top of North Green, 48 to 7. Uh, of course, a final here from Science Hill, Maryville, 42. Science Hill, 14. Chucky Doak, 34. South Green, 6. Uh, you're going to have uh, West Ridge, a, a future Rebel opponent, 28 to 0 over Cherokee currently. The Cherokee High School, a winless program. At this time, Elizabethan 21 to 7 ahead of Anderson County. Uh, that's a third quarter starting score. Uh, that would be a huge upset as Anderson County 5 and 0 on the season. Farragut 52 to 14 winners over South Doyle. Uh, Bearden 36 to 13 on top of Fulton. That's a fourth quarter score. Again, Farragut. Sorry, Farragut South Doyle. That's a fourth quarter score as well. Central and Hardin Valley. That's a 17 14 game in the fourth quarter. Uh, Heritage, a fourth-quarter score, 55 to nothing. Uh, that's a fourth-quarter score. Heritage will uh, get their third victory and get to 500 on the season. Uh, Powell looks to be in control, 33-3 to over Knox Halls. Uh, and then Pigeon Forge uh, on top of Scott County. It looks like William Blunt fell to Sevier County earlier tonight, 43-7. to That is a final. And then uh, looks like those are going to be the games uh, in our area of interest. Uh, but uh, we're going to take a quick break, listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, we're going to have this week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game and wrap this one up and head back to Blunt County, a winner here uh, at Science Hill High School. 42-14, to 14, your final score, and we'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week. But Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top-shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. And welcome back to the Duke FM postgame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and uh, we're about to be joined on the field by this week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. It is uh, quarterback, senior quarterback, Mr. Matthew Clemmer. Chris, do you have Mr. Clemmer with you? Yeah, Wayne, I'm down here with the player of the game, Mr. Matthew Clemmer. 
Uh, Clemmer, how did you feel this game went for you? I mean, incredible stats. Uh, over 213, uh, 213 passing yards, three touchdowns. Uh, you also had 19 big carry yards. Uh, what did you see from the defense today? Um, uh, you know, what kind of leadership did you bring to it? Well, as good as Noah's been running the ball the past few weeks, we knew we were going to get a heavy box. And so coming in this game, coaches had told me that we're going to have to throw the ball and we're going to have to execute, and that's what we went out there and did. So. And then, of course, uh, what was your favorite throw of the night? I love the one down on this end zone, uh, the diving catch. But then I think Mr. Weaver here really loved your slant pass over here and hit the man right in stride. Uh, which pass did you care for the most? Um, I like the one that was coming across the middle over here, looked off the safety and threw it back to him. That was good. And then I also like more of the catch than the throw when DJ one hand snagged it over here. I like that one a lot. So You hear here first from Mr. Matthew Klamer, tonight's player of the game. Mr. Klamer, got any last words for everybody? Um, go Rebels. Hey, uh, hey, Chris, ask him real quick. Uh, tonight he ran the football a lot more than he had in previous weeks. Uh, was that game plan or was that him uh, taking what the defense was giving him? Hey, Matthew, so we had a fan write in asking a question. Uh, said that they noticed you ran a lot more tonight. Was that part of the initial game plan or just you uh, improvising on the go? Yeah, so we, um, I've been making some bad decisions the past few weeks trying to force it into some spots, and Coach Hunt told me before the game we've been working on it this week at practice, if I don't like what I see or it's not there, just go north-south. You know, don't run side-to-side, side, go north-south, and just take off with it. So that's what we did. Yes, sir. Growth in leadership from uh, the head uh, signal caller there for the Red Rebels, uh, Mr. Matthew Clemmer. But uh, hold the mic there, Mr. Hips, as Matt's going to help us close out tonight's broadcast uh, with the sign-off and the Go Rebels. But the Red Rebels have traveled to Johnson City and leave with another digit in the left-hand column, and that means a big Red Rebel victory. The Rebels improve to 5-1 and one as the Hilltoppers of Science Hill fall to 3-3. Three and three. Final score for Maryville High School, Maryville 42, Science Hill 14. As we look to finish up tonight's broadcast, let's take some time and thank those that make this broadcast possible. Thanks to the great administration at Maryville High School and Athletic Director Landon Harris. Thanks to Science Hill for great accommodations here tonight. And thanks to all the sponsors you hear in and out of the break. Thanks to the king of calculation, Mr. Ken Main, for up-to-the-minute stats each and every week. And a special thanks to Miss Laura back at the studio for getting us in and out of the breaks all night long. But for Ben Metz, Chris Hips, and Matthew Clemmer, I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you've listened to Rebel Radio. If you're leaving the stadium and on the road home, take care, be safe, and yes, go Rebels. Go, go Rebels! Rebels! Get ends and then stack them. Don't let nothing distract us. Excuse me, Mr. DJ. Pretty girls get loud. Now let me hear you say.